Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Hey, Ruel. How are you doing? Hello, Richard. I am doing fantastic. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing okay. My foot is much, much better. Much better. Still not quite there. Um, But of course, of course, I finally get a doctor's appointment scheduled for Thursday of last week. And of course, I wake up Thursday morning and it's like, oh, it feels totally fine. It doesn't oh, feel like there's anything God. wrong with it. Of course. Oh. Yeah. So, yep. am I going to pay a copay to go all the way in there and to, for them to say, "Ah, it's fine. What are you What are you doing?" And so I canceled. Yeah. And then, of course, the next day <laughs> I woke up and it's got the thing again. The weird oh, thing. The weirdest thing happened is I was sitting on the couch and it was freezing because when it gets hot, Jen turns on the AC like there's no tomorrow, and then I have to uh-huh. bundle up, uh, which is ridiculous. But I am. I, I, I don't know why it's not a very manly thing, but man, I get cold so easy uh, where yeah. she just, you know, can weather any Arctic storm. But I, so I had my feet under the dog for warmth. And when I pulled my <laughs> foot out to get up, I felt yeah. this really strange pop, kind of like two suction cups pulled apart. That's Ooh. what it felt like in my foot right here. And okay, I never felt good. anything like that in my life. It wasn't like cracking a knuckle or yeah. you know, or, or your, your spine or anything. It just, it literally just, um, oh, wow. And, but it, and I, I'm still mostly fine. I am, I would say at this point, probably 90% back to normal. Jen is pretty confident that that moment is when, you know, kind of like Riggs in, uh, in uh, a lethal weapon, oh. he pops his uh, you know his shoulder blade, his shoulder back into the yeah. socket. That it was something like that with the tendons that it finally yeah. snapped back into position, and I'm probably fine now. But I you know I've just now I've got uh, raw so- some raw sore spots, so I oh think I'm over it. But it still okay. lingers. And what I'm yeah. really worried about is what if it's one of those things you hear about where oh yeah it's healing in the wrong position. And, yep. and and you'll have a club yep. foot for the rest of your life if you don't do something. So I'm still yeah. thinking that maybe I should go see a doctor. Maybe. So you're able to put weight on it and walk around okay? Yeah, 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 totally. Okay. Uh, it's, let's see, what if, if I do this? Oh, actually, yeah. If I if I squeeze like this, I kind of feel, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, a... Uh, 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 a dagger of pain, but it's, I mean, Ooh. whereas before I felt that pretty much all the time, whenever any pressure, now I actually have to put a fair bit of pressure, but there is yeah. still something there. I don't know if it's just, oh, you know, sore yeah. and abused or abraded, or if there's something wrong. Um, yeah. Kabuki kid says healing the wrong position is only a bone thing. I, I don't know. I don't know if it okay. was a bone thing. I should have gone in and gotten x-rays and all of that, but I just yeah. would have felt so silly that morning. It felt totally fine. But then yeah. the next day yeah. it did not with that weird, pop thing and of course and that all that, that's like the murphy's law of pain of course you, you know you show up it's like oh it's, it's fine now yeah I've, I've been there you know i told you that my foot started hurting right after yours right oh really yeah so it was weird like after you told me uh, told us that story i was like okay and then the very next day my foot started hurting and oh, really? i felt like i pulled something or whatever and here's the thing michelle and i we had tickets to go see alicia keys at the greek theater we we're Ooh. really excited 
I had to go on crutches that night because I could not put weight on my right foot. And it was like killing me. But here's the thing. I didn't know this, but um, if you show up on crutches, and uh, folks, don't take advantage of this, but if you show up on crutches at a concert, yeah. they will put you in the ADA section, the accessible section, which we found out was super close to the stage. Wow. And yeah. I mean, it just it just worked out that way. And um, I, I was a fan of Alicia Keys. I enjoyed her music. But after seeing that show, I was totally blown away. Michelle and I, we were literally mesmerized. That She is just an, a phenomenal talent, an amazing performer. And it was like one of the a really nice ray of sunshine after all the stuff we've been going through with the plumbing issues and whatnot. So, Which you're still that, going through, right? Yeah, I'm still going through the plumbing issues, but it is what it is. Um, and then, like, a couple of days later, my foot is, like, back to normal. So it was just one of those <laughs> random, yeah, like, three days of just pain. And, like, oh, okay, yeah, the joys of getting older. You just have random pain sometimes. It is a joy. Yeah. He said ironically. Um, um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> hey, hello to everyone in chat. Thanks hi, for everybody out. in chat. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the 50th freaking episode of this show. We have done this. Well, no, yeah. I say I have done this 50 times. Somebody yeah. else has done it 49 times. 49 times, yeah. I missed that. I think Shay came yeah. in to, yeah, to, to pinch hit that one time. Yeah. What, what happened to me? That Was I sick or what, what was going on? I, I, maybe. One? I think maybe you was a convention. Maybe. Oh, and, yeah, oh, yeah. I think it was. You were at a convention and we yeah, had hoped right. you would have internet that would be up to snuff and you didn't. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what it was. And yeah. so Shay took over. So, and yeah. that's when we so were doing it every week. 50, and we're like, oh, yeah. we're not going to put it off. We'll just keep doing it every week. Now it's yeah. not, you know, now we're a bit more flexible because we're old. Yeah. We're 50. Yeah. <laughs> we're we starting to have foot feet. problems on the show. <laughs> oh, thank you for joining us, everybody. Good to see you here. This is the R&R pre-show, show number 50 or 49 for myself. Uh, we're, <laughs> we've got a good one coming up uh, real soon. But if you're new to the show and we do have some first timers, welcome. Uh, yes, we'd like to you. hang out for a little while, answer questions, and do some uh, <coughs> some shenanigans, as he said in the tweet. Um, yes, which is definitely the fun part of. The I had show. to look and up how to spell that. That is a weird word. It, it is. is. No. Yeah, shenanigans. There's Shenan- a D in there, surprisingly, if I recall correctly. There is a D in there, really. Yep, I, I might be getting it wrong now, but uh, okay. I, I trust yeah. the uh, spell checker. But yes, welcome to uh, new folks and first time chatters. Also, thank you to Fidelia for resubbing yet again. Eleven months you've been with us, Fidelia eighty four. Wow, nice. Um, and uh, yeah, by the way, folks, if you're if you are new. There are some definite reasons to subscribe, which, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, is totally free. I don't think we've given this spiel for a while. So how better yeah. to celebrate the 50th episode than to try to claw money out of people's pockets? Except it's not your pockets. It's Jeff Bezos's pocket. If you have an Amazon Prime uh, account, you can use that to subscribe to the show, um, which you know unlocks more bonus features. You can see we got a little slider up there. And you get a bunch of stuff. You get one of those cute little avatars down at the bottom of the screen. You get discounts. Discounts on Rotto merch. You get um, the uh, the get, you can have revealed where the secret word is. You get all kinds of fun stuff. So anyway, though, advertisement for ourselves over. Unless did I forget yep. something? I don't think so. I think that's good. Yeah, that's a great spiel. And yeah, again, folks, uh, you get a lot of benefits by subscribing here or your Patreon or uh, YouTube. Yep. Plenty of ways to support the channel. Yep. We do appreciate uh, every single bit. So oh, exclusive run-throughs, too. I forgot. Every month, a oh, new yeah. exclusive run-through as well. Um, right. So, <clears throat> okay. So, uh, hello, everybody. Kabuki, Bodhi, um, AG Fox, uh, Frank Tries. Too, too many people. Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to the show. We are going to be doing our top ten... Well. 
I was about to say we're doing our top 10 rolling rights, but that's something we have to figure out because we're not. We're doing our top yep. 10 random rights, which is what I'd like to call it because my limited programming background where rand is an actual command for a randomizer, but nobody will know what that means. Obviously, it's roll and writes and flip and fills, but that's ridiculously long. And I'm curious, yeah. what do you think, audience? My inclination is to say, screw it, roll and write. Even if there's no dice, it's still a roll and write. It's close yeah. enough. Can we just agree communally that that just covers any kind of game where you have to write stuff down based on some form of a randomized seed? I yes. Know. I, I agree. Rolling rights is fine. And you know what? If you go to BGG, there actually is not a rolling right category. Oh, that's right. It's, I think they call it paper. They, they call it pencil and paper. Like pencil and paper. Yeah. Which to me, I like, I prefer rolling rights. Yeah. I, I get the pencil and paper thing, but there's got to be some kind of element or, uh, you know, part that talks, you know, that we randomize or whatever, whether it's cards or dice or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty um, much but, it. Cards or dice. Yeah. Usually. I, there must now, be a Fem few Sensei, other things I'm uh, thinking of. Uh, Fem Sensei says, I think there's a big difference between a rolling right and a flipping right. Interesting. <laughs> I understand um, the fundamental difference between a deck of cards and, yep. uh, and a die in that the deck of cards, you can count cards and there's a fixed number and, and whereas a die is unique every time. But to me, that is, that is not an insignificant difference, but it's for driving by at 50 miles an hour, it's, hey, every round, some random stuff comes up and you deal with it. Whether it's a die or a drawn card, it's close enough to me, I think. I, I think so, too. That, that's that's where I fall in this whole you know debate or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Court thing says roll and write works for them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's see. Two rolls can come up with the same results, Fem Sensei says. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Frank says, I like roll and write, and um, it's become standard. Otherwise, I'm all for write and play. Ooh, write and play I've not heard of. That's interesting. Right. As well. Uh, yeah, I do and, like the and that's a good one. Right. It's unfortunately yeah. too late. The ship has <laughs> sailed. Where was that suggestion four years ago uh, when uh, Gonshon Clever was blowing up? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kabuki uh, Kid, they say, of I course. stick with random and right. Yeah. I, I, I do like or the Or just random right. right. Uh, you know, you know right. kind of combine it all into one. I, yeah. I, I, I get that, but I think the ship has sailed. I think it's too late. There are yeah. some things... I'm sure I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Phrases that are totally wrong and it should have been another thing, but society deemed it, nope, this is what we call this thing, whether you like yeah. it or not. So, suffice to say, folks, uh, we will be doing it. There will be some cards on the list, and it, it won't be 100% wall-to-wall dice randomizers. Um, I mean, although we easily could have, and we did talk about that. Should we just limit it solely to dice? But, I don't know, I mean, that meant there were some really cool ones that I wouldn't have gotten to talk about. Yeah, that, that's how I felt too. I, I wanted you know those the card ones in there as well. Um, but you know we're, we're all we all know what we're, what we're talking about, and uh, you can you know figure it out. Hey, these are rolling rights and or you know flipping fills or whatever. But yeah, it's we'll, all under we'll the same umbrella. We'll preface the show with that too. We'll, we'll yeah, make yeah, that clear, absolutely. Um, yep. Well, cool. Well, before we do that, we do a bunch of other stuff, including giving stuff away. Want to? Yeah. Want to make one person a very happy uh, owner of the fog right now? Oh, that's right. Yeah, let's do that. All right, let me do we that. are drawing for uh, the fog, which was our they were our uh, sponsor last week, and we are going to be giving away a copy of the game to one lucky person. Look at all those names on the wheel. Nice. Yes. Although right. fewer than normal. What was your secret? The secret word was shoes, and you shoes. did it, and then you realized yeah. halfway through, crap, I missed my window to do it, and you just kind of yeah. like crowbarred it into Cubitos. Or Cubitos, yeah. right? Yeah, that's By right. By talking about how, I, oh, look, they're the game putting before. on their 
clothes and their shoes. You did something yeah. like that. that was, yeah, that was what strange. was... Oh, we were doing the top 10 race games. So yes. I was wanting to do something, uh, probably the game before, where I wanted to talk about putting on my fast shoes, right? Uh-huh. And, but I totally blew it. And I was like, oh, no, now i got to figure out, okay, I'm just going to jam it into... Oh, that's right. Cubitos. You talked about how, hey, the Cubitos, they look like Spongebobs with yes, their, with their right. little suspenders and their little shoes. Little shoes. I think is what you said. <laughs> So did people miss that? Did a lot of people miss uh, it? That- we, th- we had a smaller turnout than normal, and um, we had a, I would say, a fairly high uh, people directly requesting. Because again, folks, if you subscribe and you can't find the secret word, just direct message me and I'll tell you. Um, nice. So people have an even bigger chance to win as soon as I click, which I'm doing right now after saying, thank you, Sea Otter, for resubscribing. <laughs> Hello. And let's go. Scott has got a question, too. We'll take care of that later. Uh, Folks, again, if you have questions for us, folks, start it with a question mark, and we'll get to it during our uh, Q&A section, usually after uh, the main show. Okay, the winner is... Oh, wow. That was... I I don't know if folks can see it. I'm I'm on a relatively big monitor. It was a pixel away from Remus. I'm so sorry, Remus. But Alfredo (laughs) uh, Ferrero, congratulations, Alfredo. I will get in touch with you after the show and uh, get your details and whatnot so that you can get on the list for it. Congratulations. Congrats, Alfredo. And uh, Timmy Baloo said uh, they, were, they missed the secret word uh, a bunch uh, last time, so they rewatched the, the show like five times to try to get the secret word. Again, folks, we appreciate the support. We love that you watch the show. But again, if you want to subscribe, you can just ask uh, Richard. Timmy just Baloo is a subscriber. Oh, so that's awesome. Just I, 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 Timmy Baloo, I believe, yeah. I, I forget, did Timmy Baloo break down? I remember, I think we had a bit of back and forth, but I think Tibby has a, no, I will find it myself. Um, you know, okay, attitude. Yeah. A lot of people do. Kudos. The number of yeah, times I see actual subscribers saying, "I can't find it," but then they don't ask. And like, ah, okay. I, I, help I love me that. help I, you. Yeah, <laughs> help me help you. Yes. Oh my gosh! Didn't we talk about Tom Cruise movies lately? Uh, recently? Uh, yeah, I think we did a top three uh, uh, yeah, a couple no. of months ago. Was Jerry yes. Maguire, and I, I believe I Jerry Maguire made the shortlist, okay. and it probably made the real list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was cool. it was Collateral. May, no, maybe it yeah. wasn't Jerry Maguire. I don't remember now. I just remember Collateral, that you came in hard for Collateral, and I could not stand against it. I I love that movie. I think it's so underappreciated. And gosh, I'll have to go back and watch that episode now. Now I need to see what our top three Tom Cruise movies were. Indeed, because I mean, we did write that in stone forever. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, that's one topic covered. But as always, folks can use channel points to unlock things and i think we were all caught up no we don't we have we have um two ruel ranks requests from scott o'brien uh and uh to live in dice in la so folks it is time for ruel to try to rank some games we're gonna do a little bit of a mini review section let me pull up the gaviola library Awesome. And, and a little shout out to To Live in Dyson LA. Uh, we got to have a brunch uh, this weekend. Uh, her and her family, um, Michelle and I joined them. So that was oh, yeah. wonderful. Thank you, To Live in Dyson LA. Cool. And let's go to my collection. All right. Well, I've gone to it. Oh, you're reading it yourself locally now. Yep. All right. Well, I, what am I putting this on the screen for? Like a chump. Well, why is my BGG not coming up on screen? You could look oh, at the gosh. screen I just shared. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should just... Oh, uh, okay. I hope... Okay, fingers crossed. Again, folks, I'm in an Airbnb. I don't know what's going on on the internet right now. As long as y'all can hear oh me. Oh, my gosh, yes. Okay. I, somebody did say earlier, I think, that you were a little out of sync, which oh, I just... Oh, man. You know, okay. But 
I hear you fine. Okay. I see you fine. Okay. Cool. 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 I'm not gonna sweat it. Well, we. I'll just look on your screen. Uh, let's just let me just right. look on this. So you here. like? Do you, do you like any of these? You want to rank? And remember, uh, you're gonna oh, do two. So we need to pick oh, five, and then the voters will pick two. Wow. Uh, why don't we do the the hotness then? Let's do wormholes. Wormholes is all about the hotness. Okay. Yeah. You like uh, any of these keepers. other ones? I'm sorry. What? Keepers. Keepers. All right. Oh yes, I remember you talking about that a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, ooh. Uh, Nasi, a coyote and crow dice game. N-A-A-S-S. That's not even out yet. That's can we do the game? Can I rank stuff that's not even out yet? Sure. Okay. Because you can do it, actually, buddy. Yeah, the, <laughs> this would actually be perfect for our the theme of the show because that is a rolling right. Oh, Nasi. Okay. All right. And let's scroll down a little bit. I'm not ready to give my final opinion on Dead Reckoning yet. I need to play it a few more. What times. about prehistories? Uh, oh yeah, prehistories. Yeah, let's do that. That's. And why that says 2020? Is that I thought that was a brand new? No, it did. It came out early, and it just recently got picked up um, for wider distribution oh, by. That's right. I think it was yeah. 25th Century Games. 25th Century. It had that's been right. printed, I think, just only locally in France before prior to that's that. That's right. I believe yeah. that's because the it's case. yeah, it's uh, Bernie. I forget his name. The the French designer. Welcome yes. to yes, Mister Welcome to yeah. Okay. Hey, though, there's another rolling right right there. Tre- uh, Trek. Well, maybe we shouldn't do that because it might be on someone's list. Um, I will Planet spoiler Flip- and say it's not on mine. Okay, um, Planet Flipper, the Total Conflict Insurance. That's my good friend Daryl. That's his game. I'm, okay, it, it's a ten in my book, folks. But I'm totally biased. Um, let's scroll down just a little bit. How many more do we need? Uh, that's more? it for that page. We just need one more. So let's go to okay. the previous page. Okay, and scroll down to the bottom. We okay. we wow, there's a lot of games right. here. Um. Huh. Oh, a planted a game. Did we do planted last time? I think we put it on the list, but no one chose. I it. believe that's correct. You're going to keep on yeah, pushing let, the planted agenda. I'm going to keep. That's uh, Phil Walker Harding, the PWH. Praise be. Right. Of course, I'm going to be uh, pushing for Mr. Walker Harding. Then start voting, folks. Okay. Two of these. We're going to get a little micro review from Ruel, and then afterwards, I will correct the record if he doesn't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Always my favorite part of the. <laughs> the, the review. Uh, okay. Well, I am the first R in the R and R. You are. You are the first and only R. Uh, no, uh, I think I'm only fifty percent of the R's. Um, I put in my one here. measly vote for what it's worth. Since okay. as the uh, organizer, I can't use my channel points because I have infinite channel points. Oh, that's right. People can use their channel points again, right? Yes, yes. Channel points okay. or bits to uh, cool. push your agenda. If you really there want to help, well, talk about planted. Yeah, but so planted. far, no surprise. It's all wormholes all the time. Wormholes. Yeah. Okay. Those wormholes go all the way down. Yeah. And wormholes. nobody wants uh, Nasi or keepers. Okay. Yes. Well, okay. There's one for keepers. People uh, could Nasi. be lying in wait, but yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Wait till the last twenty seconds or so. And we'll start seeing the uh, sniping going yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, my wife is running a. Uh, an online sale for her glasswork on Facebook. And it's an online oh. auction thing, invite only. And, uh, you know, she was supposed to close it this morning and everything was going fine. And uh, she was supposed to close a half an hour before so the next person can jump into the queue. Yep. And tw- uh, t- uh, 35 minutes before, somebody came in and sniped on half of her auctions. Oh, wow. And she's like, oh, I have to deal with all this now because I, I, don't, oh, I don't even gosh. know what all she had to do, but she was totally freaking out. Oh, when no. she got this big epic super snipe across like six different lots. 
Wow. In her auction. Wow, but wow. she made it through to the end. But they did kind of, you know, maybe you're really supposed to close this a half an hour early. And I'm like, did you see what happened? She said. <laughs> right. But I don't think there's going to be any sniping here. I think it's uh, wormholes and planted are going to take yeah. it. It'd be uh, pretty yeah. hard to come into to, for prehistories. I, yeah. I voted for prehistories. But yeah. prehistories okay. is really good. I liked it All a lot. Right. And you know, it's on Kickstarter, or not on Kickstarter, on GameFound right now, a prehistory so, space explorer double feature, expansions yes. for both, which I only yeah. just found out this morning when I was doing research for crowd sorcery, and I'm like, wow, I had no idea. So I'm very yeah. excited about that. Yeah, But that's not space what we're here to talk about. I enjoyed Space Explorers. I thought it was a, a terrific little game. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see what the expansion does to it. I, I didn't even look. I mean, they really were, yeah. in the video, they were focusing more on the prehistory expansion, which had, uh, you know, new types of hunting party and, and all that. Let's see, I think both winners are on the previous page, so let's go back to page oh, three. Oh, okay. Oh, no, Planted was just right there. Well, okay, we'll go back to Planted in a second. But first, Wormholes was the big wiener. And yeah, Ruel. The wiener. Tell us all about uh, Wormholes. Wormholes, folks. So I was excited about this one because of the name at the very top, Peter McPherson. Yes. Uh, the designer of Tiny Towns. You know, I saw that immediately. I was interested in, uh, you see, I see a sci-fi game. Of course, I'm getting excited. I see those like uh, hex uh, tiles. All of a sudden, I'm like super excited because I'm thinking, you know, sci-fi 4X. But it's not a 4X game, folks. It is a pickup and delivery game. Very much. And um, Michelle and I, we jokingly call it Space Uber or Space Lift. Um, that's <laughs> what it is, basically. You are flying around from planet to planet, uh, collecting passengers, trying to drop them off in their destination. And what you do is on your turn, you, it's very simple. You're taking one action. You you can move one space. But what where it really takes off, literally takes off, is when you use the wormholes. And that's yeah. when you can teleport from one side of the galaxy to another. You're dropping wormholes. You can use your opponent's wormholes, too, but that's going to cost you. Um, yeah, I think money or, or victory points or something. Um, it's been a little while since I've streamed. We streamed it earlier this summer. It just came out. Uh, they pu- they had pushed the the launch date because of you know sh- ongoing shipping issues. But it oh, just it's came only out just now week. coming available. Yeah, it just came out this last week. So. Oh, I didn't realize that. No wonder. Yeah, they, it won the. They vote. wanted it. Yeah, they wanted it for uh, Gen Con, but unfortunately, shipping again uh, was not in the plans. Um, didn't get it out there. But anyways. It's a wonderful game. I would put it more towards the gateway side yeah. as far as uh, weight. It's not too complex or heavy, but it is really a smooth running game. Uh, it's very you know quick to play. Now I'm going to preface the, or I'm going to say this about the game. Michelle and I enjoyed it too. I think this game will shine at three or four um, mm-hmm. because there's going to be more things opening up. You can be able to use more wormholes. It's really it's a little slow burn at start with two players, but I think that would ramp up with more players. But it's a terrific game. It's set collection. You're trying to collect the different uh, the same planets or different planets depending on you know what your goals are. Overall, I really enjoy it. Um, it's not good, as far as Peter McPherson's um, concerned. I don't think it's his best game, but I mean it's hard to top Tiny Towns, folks. That is that is <sighs> yeah. So- awesome game but you know hey it's not like he went fell off the radar he's still producing good games this one is rock solid to me i'm gonna give it a 7.26 folks rock solid game i really enjoy it and that is wormholes what do you think about it? I would you- agree with that. I would probably put in a seven. And for the same reason you mentioned, I think, well, first of all, Jen and I are, are not fans of pick up and deliver at all. You know, right. just the idea of, oh, no. I've got a little avatar and I've got to move them slowly across the board yep. and then move them slowly somewhere else. Just, <laughs> and, you know, kill us now kind of thing. And so I went into this a bit nervous, but I wanted to check it out because Tiny Towns was so amazing in my top 50 of all time. And I got to say, mm-hmm. if I liked pick up and deliver, this would be in my top 100 games easily. Yeah. With yeah. the caveat that there's one problem, and you said it. Uh, basically, 
Yeah, for uh, you only get to move a little bit every turn. You're, you're, you have yep. very slow ships in this game, but for free, anytime you want, you can drop a wormhole off. And I think ultimately you have five, and so you're making a network of wormholes all over the place. By the second half of the game, this game is phenomenal, even as a two-player game. Because even though we have incredibly slow ships, it's incredibly fun and puzzly to try to figure out, right, I have to get from here to there, on the other side of the galaxy, uh, what combinations of my wormholes and your wormholes am I going to use? Because then I have to give you victory points every time I use yours. Or do I build? Do I make more time to build my own? And um, are you going to bother when, oh, you can just piggyback off of mine. Now, there's no choice about it. This game is going to be better with more. With more people putting wormholes down, two things happen. One, it's like, oh, do I take Ruel's wormhole or do I take Michelle's wormhole? Because you built them right next to each other. Who's doing yeah. better? So that's it's just going to be more interesting interaction between players, positive interaction, in much the same way that I love in Lords of Waterdeep. The when you get those uh, particular event cards that say, "Hey, take three clerics and then give a one to it to one of your opponents," and everybody's like, "Give it to me, give it yeah. to me." I love that. And this game <laughs> yeah. is that from start to finish. But in a yeah. two-player game, it takes a long time, a much longer, for wormholes to actually be there. I wish there was some kind of two-player rule of, hey, precede the board with a bunch of other wormholes or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus, with only one other person I'm sharing with, it's just not going to be as cool. So it's a brilliant yeah. game at a higher player count. It's a good game, a good seven as a two-player. And so I would, I think, completely agree with that. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, fun game, but yeah, I want to. I, I, I think it really is... Um, you know, you need those three or four players uh, mm-hmm. to to see it shine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Right. So and let's see. And then our that. other one was Planted, a game of nature and nurture from Buffalo Games, a relatively new publisher, I believe. I know I did a, a space game from them a couple of years ago. Oh, but it's Phil Walker Harding, the uh, PWH yep. or PWH. PWH. Yep. He's B. A uh, big fan of his. And okay, so the easiest way to explain this is. Planted is Sushi Go with resource management. That's how I've been selling it. Uh, it's got card drafting, set collection, but you're also managing your resources okay. in order to um, grow your plants. So the object of the game, you are planting uh, plants in your in your um, home or uh, you know, house plants and whatnot. It's sort of like, uh, what was that game? Verdant? That just Ver- came yeah. out? Verdant. Verdant or is it Verdant? I no, it's Verdant. It. I was Verdant. correcting you to say it wrong because I still can't stop myself from saying it wrong. But okay, it's like Verdant how? Verdant uh, theme-wise and without the spatial puzzle. Oh, okay. So you're still trying to collect resources to grow certain plants every round. You can grow up to six. There's a, uh, the resource there. What uh, what was totally blew me away, uh, people in my Discord community said, hey, there's a new game at Target. Oh. By Phil Walker Harding. I'm like, I had no idea. So I rushed down to Target, and it was on sale for 20 bucks. For twenty dollars, this is phenomenal. Like the, it has wooden components, screen printed components, plastic pieces. Like the, the components are just out of this world. Um, and then the gameplay is like any other Phil Walker Harding game, very streamlined, very smooth, very accessible. And yet there's still enough there, enough strategy depth where veteran gamers like yourself and my, myself um, will appreciate. So every round you're drafting cards or, and getting Standard resources. Standard Sushi Go style. Turn. You said Sushi Go. Exactly. Right? So Keep one, you take, hand the rest uh, of your neighbor, yeah. Exactly. And then you're going to play a card and then get resources most of the time. And then sometimes you will go into the middle and grab a new plant. And then that new plant, at the end of every round, you can use all the resources you've gathered to grow your plants. Each plant can be grown once per the round. The place you would draft it. 
Yeah, yes. okay. And then those plants, every time you grow, you're going to get victory points. If you grow a plant fully, you'll get the full points, etc. I think it's like six rounds. At the end of it, some of the uh, the items that you've drafted are special items that give you uh, endgame sco- uh, okay. scoring goals at the very end, which is really neat. And then other plants just give you, you know, straight up victory points and whatnot. It's a wonderful game. I, again, I love this whole nature theme that's been going around the yeah. last couple of years, basically since Wingspan, right? The nature theme, very easy oh, for that's interesting. I hadn't, wouldn't have thought of that, but you're right. I, think so. I, like, I feel like Wingspan sort of kicked it off, right? Yeah. This whole nature kick. I'm, and I'm all for it. You know, I've had enough of Vikings and sci-fi and uh, <laughs> zombies and whatnot. I mean, I still love that stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I love this trend of nature and uh, Planted is a winner in my book. I love this. Michelle and I played it several times. And uh, actually, one of our friends uh, here in chat, I, I think he was here, James Brazil. He's a very active member of my Discord community. He came up with a solo variant, which oh. works really well. I was oh, okay. so, so happy about that. So, folks, Planted, I'm going to give this one. It's a good one. I I don't think it's quite an eight. Um, it's not like Sushi okay. Go level. Okay. But I'm going to give it a rock solid 7.84. Okay, there it is. 7.84. Uh-huh. Just under an eight. Well, um, I have not played it. I I'm, I've, I'm was relying totally on you. It sounds very, very cool. Yeah. Um, it's enjoyable. It yeah, really yeah. And it, it's quick playing. It's 20 to 30 minutes. You're going to fly right through the game. Um does it have staying power? I'm not sure. I, I think you're gonna when you get when you eventually get your copy, you're gonna be blown away by the components. Like mm. the, the list price on this is thirty dollars. You can get it at Target for twenty twenty five, and it's like it's way, it punches way above its weight as far as components. Well, so maybe I just need to walk down. Well, not, or I can't walk down. Yeah. Hobble down to a Target and pick up a copy exactly. myself. Since I yeah. live in America, now. You, hey, at Target you could do a drive up a delivery, right? You just drive up. Hey, there you, to go, your there you car. go. Yeah, that's yeah. soft. All yeah. right. Well, this, there uh, this episode is not br- uh, brought to you by Target, folks. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> we would love that. Sp- I would love that sponsor. Oh, that would be heck of a sponsor. Oh my goodness. Yes. Right. Um, all right. So I will mark both of those row ranks done, and let's awesome. see if any more requests have come in. No, no requests have come in. People okay. are hoarding their Rotto bucks. All right. Mm-hmm. I expected on this 50th anniversary we do some old favorites, but apparently not. However, okay. we do still have some Q&A that we did not get to last week. So let's just go mm-hmm. on ahead and pull those up, right? Okay. All righty. Let's oh, see here. Okay. Um cool. Ah, okay. Well, because of course they were things that we were discussing last week. Uh, yeah. Like, well, this is I think the second time Kabuki Kid has asked, "Have I watched all?" Oh no, I said I've watched some of Sandman. Kabuki wanted to know yeah. if I watched all of it. Yes, we did. We finished it. It was great. I certainly hope there's a second season. But honestly, the second half of the season did not enchant us quite as much as the first half. The uh, okay. first half really focuses on the supernatural elements of this world. The second mm-hmm. half. Focuses more on the natural elements of this world. Let the supernatural, and that was all very fine. Jen got super creeped out. There was some creepy stuff in the first half, but the second half gets like, okay, this is not like weird fantasy far outs uh, creepiness. This is more like Silence of the Lambs creepiness type stuff. Oh, and so Jen really wasn't quite as excited in the second half as she was in the first half. So overall, kind of a mix, but I mean, it was certainly brilliantly done, and it definitely leaves you wanting more. Although, also, if it never gets a second season, I wouldn't... It doesn't end on a, oh my gosh, this cliffhanger kind of thing. It just opens up, hey, look, there are threads we could follow, but it also, I think, functions pretty well as a standalone if it doesn't get picked up again. Have you watched it yet? Did you do your duty and try to push (laughs) the Netflix numbers up? I, I did not, unfortunately. I 
Again, I, you know, as much as I want to watch it, like I'm dealing with all the plumbing issues and it's just like totally, ugh, it's killing me, folks. So, mm. yeah, I will get around to it eventually. Um, next question. Scott's got a question. Okay. Uh, we were talking about racing games last week, folks. Do you consider Tales and Games, The Hare and the Tortoise, a race game? It sounds similar to Long Shots, but with cards instead huh. of dice. Maybe it is too much betting and not enough racing. Now, I have not played The Hare and the Tortoise. I know what game you're talking about, Scott. But um, I did. we did talk about how Ready, Set, Bet did not make my list. As much as I love that game, to me, that's more of a betting game than a racing game. So that's why I left it on my list, off my list. Uh, Richard, have you played The Hare and Tortoise? No, I have to be honest. I mean, uh, betting on racing things is just not something Jen and I are particularly interested in. So I haven't played any yeah. of them. I've never played Camel Cup. And I've, I'm sure it's lovely, oh. but I just don't particularly care to. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, what's the sh- Goblin asks, what's a show you loved but hated or was thus disappointed by the ending of? Huh. I guess the easy... Well, no, you know, I can't answer because I never watched the end of Game of Thrones. I just and heard that's a, things. That's an incorrect answer because the final season of Game of yes. Thrones is great. Yeah, and I, I will grant it's a bit rushed. They could have let things breathe a little bit more. But, I mean, to me, it felt like... Okay, yeah, things are going fast because mm-hmm. the entire third season or the final season and really the season prior is the final act of a big overarching thing. And you don't want a final act of a story to stick around. There were some, yeah. some of the most amazing moments in all of Game of Thrones in the final season. And I was not disappointed by the, uh, the, the, the way things worked out for characters. I thought all that stuff worked out quite... It, it, was, it was all definitely supported by what had come before. Some people say, hey, things that happen come out of left field. Okay, if you feel that way, you haven't been paying attention. You have been pay- you have been hit by the same propaganda that the people who live in this world, um, the propaganda that they uh, were uh, followed, you fell for it too. When in fact, no, there was kind of no other way things could have gone. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, so yeah I, I, I loved the, uh, the finale. I mean, that one moment... The only time in my life I was so wrapped up and swept up, I was sitting on the couch, and this particular moment happened, and I literally jumped out of my couch, slid all the way across my living room to be within, like, this far of the screen. I was so wrapped up, and, I mean, I can remember that moment right now. Um, Wow. Some people might guess what it is. I'm not going to say it, because there are some people who haven't watched it, because they have been misled into thinking it's (laughs) terrible when it's not. So... The only thing I can think of, honestly, uh, yeah, it's cool and artsy and all that, but I was not a fan of the Sopranos ending. <laughs> is the obvious yeah, one to know, me. You know, that, that's probably what I, I was I, I was going to hit on too. Sopranos, yeah, I, I see where they were trying to go with it. I just, I felt, I don't know, it felt like almost like a cheap way to go out. Sort of mm-hmm. like it was, I mean, I, yeah, like you said, yeah, it's artsy and like, oh, it's all symbolic or whatever. It's like, you know what? Nah, I don't know. No, I, yeah. And then uh, someone had mentioned, I think it was Old Man Coaster mentioned the Seinfeld ending, the last episode. Oh, I, the 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 trial of Seinfeld, basically. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, that didn't. I mean, I didn't love Seinfeld, but I watched enough where, like, okay, I'm going to watch the final episode. And I was like, it just, it didn't do anything for me. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, there, yeah, it was fine, trial, whatever. It was not yeah. great, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. It certainly seemed yeah. appropriate. The, uh, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. it, it seemed like an appropriate ending. Um, but it, I guess it was kind of weird to end on almost the equivalent of a clips show, almost right? a yeah, clip show without yeah. the clips, basically. Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. Um, 
Yeah, those, those are probably the only shows I can really think of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, okay. I see Kabuki Kid mentions Quantum Leap as being controversial. I don't understand that. Quantum Leap has one of the best finales of any show in history. It's just so oh. perfect, except for a typo. There is a typo in the coda, but whatever. Who cares? The uh, yeah. you know the message it sends and um, what it portends for the characters is just beautiful and incredibly moving. I've always felt. Um, okay. But uh, yeah. All, all, all I can think of is the, is the Sopranos. Yeah. Because honestly, that, that moment happened, and I thought, literally, did my TV just break? Did my cable yeah. just go out? Yeah. And they're like, oh, 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 no, no, there's credits. Yeah, oh, did, right? Did I just lose cable for a second? Yeah. Oh, my God, this is terrible. Millions of people <laughs> are watching this. Did this happen? Did the, did the internet get overloaded or something? I'm like, no, right. no, they were just being cool and edgy. I'm like, yeah. no. I, and I think that was, You're not a cool and edgy they, show. Sorry. Yeah, and I think that's what it, it turned me off so bad because it just felt like, you know, uh, it was a David Chase or whatever. It was like trying to pull the wool over our eyes. Yeah. Like, oh, look, I, I, surprised, I got you all. It's like, well, thanks, I guess. I was invested <laughs> in the show now. It's like, right? Yeah, you're too cool for me, buddy. You know? Yeah. I would have loved to have been in the Gaviola household where you just uh, look at all this and ironically say, well, thanks, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. Think, that is the perfect response. Let me, I might have been living with, uh, at the time, one of my bu- a couple of buddies of mine, we were living together, and we would have Sopranos Sundays, right? After we'd watch football, we'd watch Sopranos on HBO, and I think we might have sort of just been in shock during the last of oh, sure. I don't, re- I really don't remember. Anyways, Kabuki Kid was asking about Meteor Man theories, or would that be too spoiling? Oh, that no is a reference to Lord of the Rings, and I don't think you can really talk about that. I think it's okay. too soon. Okay. Yeah, that is on my watch list. That's the one I want to watch next. Yeah. Um, Goblin asks, question for Jen. Okay. If I pay you money on uh, Patreon or Twitch or wherever, does that's international income for you. I Okay, how does the tax work for you? Is that, is, I don't know if you want to answer that or not. I don't have to go into particulars. It is a weird thing. Um, money that comes in through YouTube, you know, ad subscribers and, and members, and, and uh, that's pretty much it. Because I created my YouTube account long before Rotto Runs Through ever existed, I created it back when we were living in England, it is associated with England. And so the income I get through YouTube ends up in Ireland, um, oddly. Oh. And uh, okay. basically, that's kind of a pain for us because you know, we don't want to realize you know, money transfer fees and stuff like that. So what we do is, you know what I should do? I should actually have a link where you say, everybody, go check out Revolut and use the Rotto code so that I can get 50 credit and stuff like that. Revolut is a, was, inter- was introduced to me by Paulo, you know, my uh, goofs guy who lives in Portugal, because I pay him, and I used to just, uh, you know, direct transfer money, and his bank would do all kinds of really egregious fees for international currency conversion and stuff like that. So he switched to Revolut, and Revolut is basically an online-only bank. It is Fed, you know, um, FDIC'd, uh, and also in uh, somewhere in Europe, I forget. And uh, but it's a one. It's it's like basically trying to be the Uber of banking, effectively. Look, we okay. only exist online, yeah. and because of that. There's no fees for nothing. You can send money to anybody in the world with no fees whatsoever. And so that's what we actually had to set up to be able to deal with our um, our Irish income situation. But the rest, I mean, I am, my Jen and I, we are American and we are British. We uh, carry two passports. So, but the, you know, the Patreon and the 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 meager Twitch money that comes in, that all just comes to America. We pay taxes on that. 
We pay a little bit of British taxes and we don't want to pay American taxes. So that's why we use Revolut um, to kind of gift it to ourselves. And that's kind of the situation in a nutshell. But Revolut is very cool. And if I knew this was coming, I would have come up with a Rado um, you know, recommend code. So if you people go and check it out, but... I haven't done. You can always put it on the show notes, right? When it goes to YouTube. Yes, I, I suppose yeah. I could. I, I guess notes, you can. Yeah, ex- yeah but nobody out. watches the extended. It's just it's just these uh, uh, fifty or sixty people right now. <laughs> the hardcores. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have one final question in the Q and A thing. Says okay. uh, Sea Otter says Rua, I haven't been here in a while and haven't heard your thoughts. But what is your opinion on Twilight Inscription? If oh you yeah, have you got you you have it. I have it, and I have not. Unfortunately, I have not played it. I cracked it open. I looked at it. It looks amazing, but I haven't played it yet. Um, I just then you, know, you should have given it to Shay. I does didn't he get a copy? I no, thought he did he not. Got a copy in. He did not. He was supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. He might have by yes. now. I don't know. Yeah. So I will. We'll see. I actually I bought this copy secondhand. A friend of mine picked up an extra copy at um, Gen Con, and I said, you know what? I can't wait for Fantasy Flight. Give me the copy. And sure enough, it's just sitting right. It's sitting right behind me right now. So. I gotta. Uh, why? What? I mean. Oh, okay. I know the answer. Plumbing. You plumbing, yeah. I, I'm I'm literally dealing every day with plumbers, contractors, insurance adjusters, insurance people, um, contractors, plumbers. Yeah, it, it's every day. It's just, ugh. it is what it is, and it's just it's so mentally draining. And I've got other things I need to do that are you know like paid work that I'm taking care of. Right. That I don't. Yeah, it's like but I for get fun to the stuff day. has to go to for the fun side. stuff. It's like yeah, I, like the other day, like when I was talking about to live in nice in L.A. We met up with um, their them and their family, Michelle and I, and we actually got to play a game, which was great. But it was like it was Project L, which I love. It's a really chill, uh, simple game. Yeah. Uh, but that's about where my mental capacity is at <laughs> right now. Try inscription will have to wait until things have settled down here. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, yeah, I don't think you have a big enough table to play it on. I don't. Yeah, this it's so tiny here. Um, I can fit maybe two of the maps on here, but there's four four, <laughs> there are four. sheets. Yes. Have, yeah. So. Yep, so that's that's why. Uh, we'll, we'll get around oh, to it. Oh, it's just taunting folks. you. It, it really is. It's it's killing me not to be able to I was going to make it, a but... Thor Love and Thunder reference, but I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, man, that just showed up on Disney+. Uh, yes, you Disney haven't watched Plus, Thor Love right? and Thunder yet? No, I, I started the other day. Uh, this is how bad it is right now, Richard. I started the other day. I fell asleep. I fell asleep after five minutes. I was so worn out. I'm like, I got to finish this. I love, you know, it's... I so heard it's everything that roses. I would love that about the retired. Movie. Yeah, that's how tired I was. Yep. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. The plumbing itself is done, right? Yeah. It's just it's that they had to rip now. your house up, so it's repairing yep. your house now. Yeah. So it's all taking, you know, putting the house back together basically, and then you know the the one the process is the restoration company has their estimate, the insurance adjuster has their estimate, which is going to be a low ball, and they're trying to meet somewhere in the middle to pay for this whole job and. You know, they, they have to try to get their schedules aligned. Like, I'm still waiting for them to meet each other and, you know, get the stuff done. But it is what it is. That's that's the fun you get, folks. Of uh, Don't don't get plumbing issues, folks. That's what it comes out. That's the lesson learned. <laughs> do not have plumbing issues. Yeah. Hey, here's yeah, a question yeah. by Kabuki Kid. Oh. Do you watch Cobra Kai? Yes, I do. Have you started the new season yet? No, I have not. Did it come out yet already? Oh, my gosh. I'm behind the time. Do you watch Cobra Kai? No, I do not. I watched the first season. I thought, oh, this okay. is nice. Yeah. And then, oh, and, you know, and, 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 oh, that's fine. One season of this was enough. Um, it did not compel, there was not enough there to compel me to come back for season two. I've watched, um, one of my favorite YouTube channels is called Man of Recaps. So I'm keeping up with Cobra Kai because at the end of a season, he'll just do a recap for the entire season. Like, oh, so that's what happened. 
okay, nice. I don't think I need okay. to watch that. I, I probably enjoyed this much more than yeah. watching that for whatever it is, six hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, someone was saying, okay, season five just came out a week ago. I need to watch that. Yeah, I love Cobra Kai. Michelle and I are big fans. It's like... It's the cheesy 80s uh, fun, but done in a modern take, which we love. And I love how they flipped all the characters around. You know, yeah. Johnny's sort of like the good guy. Daniel's yeah. sort of like the bad, bad guy or sort of you know, iffy. Really really appreciate, uh, really appreciate what they did with that. Yeah, I think my now, issue was I just have a lot less patience for teenage troubles than I used to. I, You know, that's I was going to bring that up. Like, it's probably not totally something I, I love, but it's... Michelle and I get a kick out of it. I think that's sure. what it is. We we really do get a kick out of it. It's it's fun. Uh, but yeah, let's continue here. I <laughs> someone was talking about. I was thinking it was a board game stream. Uh, so and we're talking about non board games. <laughs> this stuff. is that's normally stuff comes at the end. Let's actually. Wait, has anybody yeah. requested anything? Hold on. I a second. Don't see, yeah. Oh hey, we have a top three. Okay, folks. One more let's thing before we get to the show. Um, old man coaster has requested a top three. Sorry uh, for being slow on the pickup, old man coaster. Let's see here. Uh, new poll. What three shall we count to? Alrighty. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, uh, folks, you know what you got to do. Make suggestions for what you would like us to top three-ify. Yes. Um, and not top three favorite students from Cobra Kai, because I can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> I was going to say top three Karate Kid movies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Although, okay. of course, it's going to take a little bit for people to start making requests. Yeah. Now, Kabuki Kid uh, asked, so does that hurt Stranger Things too? then? So as far as your enjoyment... Ooh, that's uh, a good question. I love Stranger Things. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Stranger Things. I would say no, it didn't. Um, it's interesting, really. Stranger Things, for the most part, for most of its run, has been pre-teen. And mm-hmm. honestly, I find myself more compelled by pre-teen storylines than teenage storylines. Teenage storylines were, oh, this is the worst thing ever. And I'm so yeah. stupid because I just won't talk to anybody about it because I think I'm better than everybody. It turns out I just don't like teenagers. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, cute, adorable, scamp, Goonies-style preteens? Yeah. yeah. Them having problems, I find myself more compelled by because, okay, I, I, I get it. They're, it. they're having a harder time dealing with these things. Um, you, know, yeah. I, you know, the sense of threat they're under, the sense of powerlessness they have, because all they got is bikes. I, I find more ritually um, uh, compelling again. I can't think of another word. Yeah. Yeah, there's that new show on Amazon, too, that sort of riffs on Stranger Things. Paper right? Girls. Um, Paper Girls, yes. Yes. Um, have you watched that? I, I have watched, watched the yet. first four episodes, and I like it quite a bit. Okay, cool, cool. I had actually bought the the graphic novel uh, that had the first issue, six issues or whatever. I gave that to Michelle. I don't think she read, it and I never read it. But then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's on Amazon now. Now we need to uh, to watch it instead. Okay, here's some ideas. All right, so for top we need threes. three for them to choose one of. Okay, top three most influential TV shows. Hmm. Okay, all right, that's one. Top three. Oh, okay. Here, let's do something different. Top three technological advancements. <laughs> Corthane says that. Look All right, that. that's an interesting one. 
Interesting. Uh, and then let's see, top three, top three villains. It doesn't uh, Corthane gave that one. All right. <laughs> I think this is a throwback to last week. Top three medieval well, medieval weapons. <laughs> we, we talk about like what is a no. I went back and start. watched afterwards, and people were uh-huh. arguing amongst themselves about what can and can't have a chain. Oh, okay. apparently, if I recall correctly, you don't have a sword; you have a glaive. I believe is, is what, what somebody is? said. I think a it's glaive? a glaive. I could be wrong okay. about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a sword. I thought this would be like a short sword because it's not like you know. It's I could like, be wrong. So it's yeah. I read all this stuff days ago. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 gonna leave medieval weapons off. Any game okay. stuff, or is this gonna be a non-game topic for a change? Uh, let's see. Top three places to visit that have to have nothing to do there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, any top three life accessories? No gaming stuff. Top three travel tips. Hey, I like travel tips. All right, I think all right, be cool, a good cool. One. I'll do that one. Top three travel tips. How many do we have so far? We have four. That's fine. Oh, that's fine? Okay. All right, folks. You've got to pick folks. one of these completely not... I mean, which is probably good because normally... um, Oh, what is it? I was going to say that uh, if, if there's a game topic, that's what it will be. So yep. we haven't been talking about games. Um, so why start now on our yeah. 50th episode? <laughs> We've got plenty of game stuff coming up. Yeah, we'll be talking Just, about a bunch yeah. of games right after we're yeah. done with this top three. Yeah. All right. And what do we have? Oh, villains, travel tips. That's an odd uh, choice. Yeah. I have to admit, I'm kind of glad technological advancements is uh, is is lagging because honestly, I think yeah. that's the best one, and that is by far the hardest one. I was gonna say that one is tough. I, yeah. You know, do we start with the wheel? You know well, yeah. I no, mean? you have like, to consider the wheel. You have to that, consider. You have one. to compare I the think, wheel and yeah. fire to the yeah. internet and television. Yeah. Yeah, and pick three, yeah. and I mean, and the printing press, and yeah. um, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? The compass, and I mean, Jesus, oh. Louise. Oh, and Jeez. of course, of course, it's now people start. And now that starts, uh, you know, and suddenly nobody wants travel tips anymore. Come I on, go travel, back to travel tips. tips. That was gonna be a nice, easy one. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I put in my one vote for travel tips. <laughs> I've traveled a lot. I probably have a few if I think about it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've been to the four corners of the world, but I, I've been I've been all around this uh, great big world. Yeah. Hey, uh, quick behind the scenes question yeah. or the comment. Um, our friend that gives us the list, uh, yes. he said he sent you the wrong one. Are you, what? Um, so check your email. He said he sent the r- correct one with the correct links. He just updated the links. Oh, he was. Oh, because what he does is he just tells me, hey, these are the ones you're talking about that are yours. But he sends me links for you. Yes. So he says he said bad bitly links. Hold on. Yeah, so Let me find he that. Said he just sent you a, uh, this was 24 minutes ago. I just saw the message right now. Woo, how exciting. Yep. Alrighty. Well, you never know what'll happen on a live stream. Yeah. So that means I'll have, I mean, I've already on, got on all screen? the tabs set up. Wow. There it is. Let's see here. Okay, so the wrong links before. All right. Well, right, I will just All right. Well, then I'll have to copy and paste them as we go, I guess. All right, let me just. Yep, those are. Those are definitely different. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this means, but we will uh, see what we will see. All right. Uh, in the meantime, has the voting completed? Surely it has by now. Um, yeah, it has to be complete. I, I didn't. Uh, let me open up. I, I had. I just. Oh, my most influential TV shows. 
is okay. the wiener. And by the way, folks, can I recommend everybody use... Um, oh, I forgot what the name of this is now. Central Face is looking at a screen full of... Um, the thing oh, that every yeah. time you open yeah. a new tab, it basically donates to charity. What is this called? Um, it's this thing right here. It's the picture of the little heart. And now I'm sharing personal stuff, which I probably shouldn't do. Oopsie. <laughs> Let's see. Is there anything on there? Nope. They didn't see anything other than my default uh, search engine is Google. That's all they saw. What is this okay. called? Why can't I remember the name of this website? I know you've talked about it before. I remember you talking about it. Yeah. It, and the weird that... thing is, nowhere on here did they actually remind me of what the name of this is. <laughs> That's it's a weird. Chrome plugin, right? Huh? It's a Chrome plugin. Uh yeah. Although it's yeah, it's it's basically yeah. Well, anyway, it's neither here nor there. It gives me very pretty pictures every day, mm-hmm. and people just got to look at it for a while, and that's driving me nuts. And I've got a really—I've been doing really well. Um, tab for a cause. Thank you. Tab for a cause. Thank, thank, thank you, you, Nerd Twenty. Oh my gosh, Nerd Twenty. This is weird. It doesn't say tab for a cause anywhere here in the behind the scenes. Yeah. It says, uh, "Hey, Rado, good, great work on all your tabbing." Um, I'm level thirty-four. Uh, apparently, my maximum tabs in one day was sixty-seven. Since oh I installed gosh. this a few months ago, I have opened four thousand one hundred tabs. Oh my god! I've been I've been a tabber for a hundred and one hundred twenty-seven days. I have opened four over four thousand tabs. Does it tell you how much money you've raised by? It tells so you. Um, I, I believe there is a way you can know um, if you're going for a specific. If, I mean, because okay. you can specify. I want this particular one. In which case, it'll tell you in kind of a weird roundabout way. But I just say, hey, just give to everybody. So, and I've Got given. It. I've given. Fractions of cents to people by opening hey, my four thousand cool. tabs. That's probably four yeah, bucks I've thrown counts. around, and it was yeah. no bucks before. So why not do it? But anyway, <laughs> um, yes, influential TV shows. All right. Now before we oh, get started, I gotta, I, this made me laugh. Uh, Olvansky said top three tech. They say it's the wheel, screw, and TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Come on, TikTok <laughs> folks, that was great. Uh, I, I agree with the first two. And, um, yeah. So, but we're going to be talking about influential TV influential shows. Influential TV oh my shows. Gosh. All right. Well, folks, definitely interested in what you think. The first thing that pops into my head for no particular reason is MASH. MASH. Whoa. That was a long-running show. It was a long-running show. It was episodes. a traditional sitcom with a canned yep. uh, laughter that halfway yep. through its run turned the canned laughter off. Yes. And so it and was the first thing where, hey, you know what? We can just stand on our own. We don't have to do these tricks that we the industry has literally been doing for decades. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was socially conscious. Of course, it was in the yep. 70s. A lot of shows were socially conscious at the time. So I don't know if, right. if, if MASH wins, but MASH certainly pops into my head. And, of course, all yeah. I can think of is other 70s shows, The Jeffersons. Um, you know, yeah. giving a voice to the African American experience, a very unique and specific African American experience, obviously. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, I wouldn't say, yeah. Okay, the one that really that I thought of, and this is a show that Michelle absolutely loves, and she got me really into it, and I started learning about it. Was I Love Lucy? I mean, sure. talk about an influential show. That show, they, you know, and again, if you if you never heard or read anything about Lucille Ball, folks, you need to. If it was not for Lucille Ball, Star Trek right. would not exist. Yep. She went to bat for that show with her studio with Desi Arnaz. They said we're going to make the show, and you know the the whole thing, the, her show. I mean, she's a comedic genius, of course. But the whole like three camera setup that was never done before. Like that is the that sitcom true? Three, yeah, it was because of I Love Lucy that that became a thing. Wow. You know? and, Okay. Just, she was so far ahead of the game and such a boss 
And, yeah. you know, anytime you see Paramount and, Plus... Uh, and also, not for nothing, a female lead married yes. to a Puerto Rican man. Yes, yes. A Cuban, right? A, a Cuban, Cuban man, right? yes. That was not something you saw on network television at yeah. that time. And I, and I remember reading uh, something. Again, this was like, so far ahead of the time. She want, she wanted to make sure, like, um, Desi Arnaz did not come off as a buffoon. Like, you right. would never... Like, sh- they would never make... Because that's how the executives would have been comfortable with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, she's such a boss. And, and folks, we're, we're talking about Paramount Plus and all the Star Trek shows and everything. Paramount Plus, that's a direct descendant of Desilu Productions. That's what um, all eventually, right. you know, Desilu Productions. So I think that's, to me, that's the number one. All right. They okay. have so much influence uh, on, on today's modern TV. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I literally could not argue that, and I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Um, I would actually make a case for The Sopranos. We were just talking about Sopranos. That sort of launched, I think, this new era of, you know. Prestige hey, television. Yeah, this modern. It wasn't the first one, TV. but it was the first right. big deal. Yes, yes. I mean, it took you know the I guess the antihero right to pro- Tony Soprano, yeah. and made him the lead character. Like, I don't think did we really have that back in the day? Like an antihero. Like, I mean, this guy's a part of the mob, you know, doing these despicable things, and he was like the protagonist of the show. You know, I'm I mean? sure we must have had antihero shows prior to that. Sure, yeah. Surely we must have. What actually the most important thing to me that I've always respected most about Sopranos was the fact that um, again probably not the first show, but the but maybe it is that kind of normalized therapy as a thing that normal people do. Yeah. Um, Because prior to that, pop culture opinion of therapy was um, what about Bob? Baby Steps, Baby Steps with Richard Dreyfuss and Bill Murray, and it's just you know played for laughs uh, or. Or the Newhart show. Anybody remember the Newhart was a oh, was yeah, a psych- I don't know if he's a psychiatrist or psychologist, but it's still it was played for laughs. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know there was nothing, and, and, and you know and that was such a huge central focus. Somebody dealing with trauma, talking about it, and I think that was hugely important uh, because I, I I mean I think since then. The idea of seeking, um, you know, mental health help has become much more commonplace and much more accepted. Whereas prior to that, it was just something that just oh, you know, you don't talk about that. And then you yeah. add on top of that, yes, is that the birth of what we now think of as television? Maybe. I mean, it's not the. I mean, HBO had Oz before that, but Oz didn't really catch on fire or anything. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I would I think that's like- a good one. Yeah, I feel like Sopranos is the one that launched this modern, you know, take of television. And, you know, honestly, I think the better show is The Wire. That, I think that oh, show sure. is the better show, but I don't know how influential it was. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I feel like... I mean, yeah, I think the groundwork had been of, laid by Sopranos. I, that's two for yeah. two, sir. I can't... I, yeah. I, I, I go for both of those. I see Goblin okay. says, wait a minute, what about Frasier? I would argue that for the most part, the therapy in Frasier was played for laughs with the call-ins I, on the Seattle same. talk show and all that. Again, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, char- like I, I think that's a great character. I never thought the show was that good. I, I really like the Fraser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I liked all the characters yeah. and the dog. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, dog, when we watched the show, just because it was must see TV on Thursday nights, because uh, yeah. oh well, yeah. Cheers is over. I guess we'll watch this show now, and it's coming back. <laughs> but no, um, uh, let's see. Uh, but another sitcom though. Although I mean, should we be talking about influential in terms of? culture and society or in terms of the the industry i mean so far i think we've talked about ones that did both i can think of another one that's really more about um culture and that'd be will and grace oh yeah right the normalizing like that's normalization of same-sex gay character yes uh like that was oh man yeah that wasn't that was a big deal 
Yeah. I mean, and people yeah. forget how big a deal that was. Hey, well, why don't we take this back? What do you think of a? I don't. Re- I just remember the character, but Billy Crystal's character in Soap. Wasn't Soap. He yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think his name is his character's like- name is Danny. For some reason, that pops into my head immediately, and that was okay. a big deal. But yeah, I don't think uh, you know uh, you know that we you know Soap changed the world. I don't think mm-hmm. Soap was still. I mean, Soap was a successful show. It was a great yeah. show, but um, yeah, I, I don't think it had the same kind of cultural impact that Will and Grace Agreed. did. I mean, Agreed. Will and Grace was again. Must see TV on Thursday, and yep. oh, it's it's about gay people and how yeah. they've got the same problems as everybody else. And yep. I mean, and it's all about that. It's not. Oh, by the way, we just have a secondary character who occasionally gets a B plot and occasionally an A plot, and would go on yep. to become a big superstar. Um, you know, but agreed. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Kabuki Kid actually coming up with this. I think this one is very important. Uh, the real world uh, for being what kicked off reality TV. I think that for better or for worse, <laughs> for better or for worse. That's right. I didn't, we didn't say it was good or bad, folks. But yeah, I, I think you know I don't like reality TV, but you have to credit the real world for really. Did the real world come before in. cops? I think it did. I'm pretty I think it did. sure it did. Yeah, I remember yeah. in the '80s thinking, "Wow, I have never seen anything like this." Yep. Yeah. The real and, and, you know, world, it, it's yeah. created the formula that is still adhered to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but Kabuki. For, for better or worse, I can't watch I can't watch 99% of reality TV, but there's no denying the impact it's had on our culture. <sighs> That's hard and to on, argue. I can't I don't think yeah, I can argue with that. I can't either. It's I was gonna be throw out list. another arguably controversial one. I was gonna have to mention Lost. Uh because okay. it certainly spawned a lot of uh what the uh show co creator uh JJ was called mystery box shows. You know, yeah, yeah. Those are really, really common now. And prior yeah. to loss, it's like, what? There's going to be a mystery? And people have yeah. to watch multiple <laughs> seasons and try and get online. I mean, Lost couldn't have existed prior to Lost because the internet didn't exist. Yeah. Lost succeeded yeah. because of the internet with people getting together and, you know, picking apart clues and looking for stuff. I mean, that was such a huge deal. And that has now yeah. become so normalized. But yeah. not as big a deal as, as, as the real world. I know, I know, but you're right that that whole like that that thing where people do now. I mean, it's it's common now, but where you gather on the internet to dissect a show and talk about it. You didn't have that back in the day. I mean, we had what maybe like bulletin boards on you know on CompuServe. Or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and or you just talk with your friends in real life. But yeah, this whole idea of you know a mystery box show where yeah. you can just go on Twitter and start talking. Well, here's my theory or whatever. Yeah. Everybody, oh by the gosh. way, in the chat is shouting about Star Trek. And yeah. I, of course, I love Star Trek, of course. Yep. And yeah. of course, I think it maybe has more direct day-to-day impact on all our lives than anything else we've talked about, just because of how many Agreed. how many engineers and scientists it inspired uh, yep. to literally change the world, uh, to um, you know, strive for a better place, a, a, a perfect future, a utopian future. I, I I do think that's hugely important, and I you know and obviously would we have cell phones? We wouldn't have had them as soon yeah. if we if or you know if there were so many yeah. of those things. That said, um, it's not like it was the first. I mean, you know, did it? I mean, it it went away very quick in three seasons. Did that's Lost in Space get more seasons yeah. than the original Star Trek? Did I'm not sure, but it might have. Yeah, and I, um, I love it. And, you know, it's still with us today. I mean, right now we have more Star Trek than we ever had before. But, um, and, you know, and, and again, had the first interracial kiss. And, yep. uh, you know, and, and so many other things. And, and, it, and it had a, a truly, a 
for lack of a better term, Rainbow Coalition. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. all racist creeds and colors. And, you know, they d- dove even deep to that when they got into the animated uh, series where a Native American was a bridge crew and all that. So all that's really wonderful. I, I just don't know if it was as impactful. I don't know. Yeah. From, from like a television standpoint, I would say no. I would argue no. against it. Because like you said, it's all, it was only I mean, it died very quickly. Yeah. There's one was- thing, one huge thing. Syndication. Yep. Syndication yeah, exactly. was born because of, yeah. or, you know, it, was, it became such a big deal. Now, here's the deal. Yeah. Syndication is dead now. Nobody, no, it doesn't matter right. uh, because now yeah. everything's instant streaming. But yeah, yeah, for most of our lives, syndicate, I mean, most everything I watched was syndicated, w- catching after the, the show, you know. Yep, same. Um, so I, I guess we can argue both ways. Like as far as like television impact, I don't think it had as much as we thought we did. Yeah. But like you said, day to day, I mean, there are there are astronauts that yes. were inspired by Star Trek to become astronauts. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can get more influential than that, folks. I yeah. mean, you could, but I mean, that's a pretty big thing. And you know, iPads, cell phones, all that stuff. Come on, it's you know yeah. being influenced. I mean, you by can Star make an Trek. argument, but honestly, I'm kind of yeah. I kind of like I love Lucy, The Sopranos, and the Real World. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we both cringe at the real world, but it's it's but, hard uh, to was right. it. Yeah, yeah, it would be an so, oversight yeah. not to mention it. Yeah. Okay. All right. There, there you go, is, folks. folks. Well, that was fun. Woo. All that right. Was a good list. Good show. But now right. you all have to fight to the death, and we have to come up <laughs> with a secret word for the actual yeah. fifty. This is the fiftieth pre-show, but now we have to go to the actual show. So hold on a second. Let me. Um, where is it? Oh, oh gosh, Kabuki Kid, we totally forgot about SNL. That's a hugely Oh, Saturday Night Live? Too. Yeah. Saturday Night right? Live is certainly important. I agree. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, and, and yeah, I guess it has a big impact. I mean, right. and certainly in its early days, more than anything else. Yeah. I mean, SNL satirizing Jerry Ford moved the needle yeah. in a big way. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that still like, happens to a certain extent. But it's right. not like... I mean, Saturday Night Live has had many imitators over the years, and it's not like any of them ever really succeeded. Or yeah. in any in, in the That's same true. way, yeah. I uh, see. But anyway, I, I was going to do a battle royale. I mean, yeah. I, th- there's too much. I mean, it's tough mm. doing a top three, to be honest. It really is. <laughs> I, I'm okay. I, I'm okay with the choices we made. I think those. Are three I, solid I, I, choices I, I dig it. Get, I dig thanks it. Thanks to chat as well. Yep. Cool. All right. But in the meantime, all right. It is time to throw down and yeah, right off everybody. the bat I break for the opening nobody can touch me even though I'm wearing a big gigantic yellow balloon and I run right up to throw down with Kabuki Kid and smack Kabuki Kid <laughs> and then Kabuki Kid runs for me and backstabs me and now I'm throwing down with Fidelia 84 oh man I am on a tear I'm at 50% health but now I'm running right into the middle of the scrum I don't know if I'm going to make it out alive Miantos and Charis Miner should keep running for me that's right but then Fem Sensei throws down and Fem takes me out with an assist from Andrew Scott. Uh, the plunger of doom is uh, being wielded. Andrew's at 50% health, and he's heading for, for Sea Otter, who is a dead otter walking, quite frankly. Uh, that Halo Sword will not save Sea Otter. The question is, does Fidelia grab the health pack? Andrew, you're too busy messing around, and Fidelia comes in. Oh, it's an even match. Uh, plunger versus Ice Cream Cone. Ice Cream Cone every day of the week. Every Fidelia the week, is the cone. winner. Well done, Fidelia. <laughs> Always fun. And everyone's going to get regenerated. You're, yep. you're reborn right now. GG to Good Fidelia. game, everybody. Okay. Yeah. So, um, last thing before we start the show, what is the secret word? Um, because, of course, we're giving away one of these. Oh, yeah. look how shiny. Nice. 
what's the secret word? I okay, mean, oh, Fidelia, that's your first Lucy, win. Congratulations. Sopranos. Oh, wow. Oh, well done, so, uh, Fidelia. We're talking about a bunch of TV stuff. We were talking about a lot of non-gaming stuff. We were, yeah, it was so very little. I mean, what is, did, we, did we talk about games? Oh, that's right. We talked about uh, Gardening, or Planted. And, planted. Uh, the other one I ranked. What? Oh, uh, Wormholes. Uh, what was it? Wormholes and Planted were the only Wormholes, games yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about so far. Okay. Neither of which are rolling rights. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we could do something along the lines of... What are the TV shows? Real World? Um... How are we going to jam this in here? How am I going to... Let me see. Look at my list here. Um, huh. Oh, I, I, All right, I, folks, while let, you're looking, uh, I've got to need, We need I, help, I, folks. What's me. a good secret word, folks? I have to update the list I've got because everything's wrong. Oh, you know what I can do? I can just leave this open and click on the emails, and that'll pop there. All right, because I switch stuff when it's off screen. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah, I just need to keep this up. All right, that's cool. Okay. All righty. Cool. MASH, television... Lucy, um, Erase, Television, Narwhal. I don't remember talking about Narwhal. Narwhal. <laughs> um, let's see here. Revolutionary, Erase. Huh. Oh, crutches, crutches. Alicia Keys, crutches. Oh, that's a that feels now like a deep, Ooh. deep pull since we're something that's we talked a- about an hour ago. Wow, that is a deep pull. Let me see. If I've I can got do fo- that. foot I, problems. You've got foot problems. You, yeah, uh, I sort of like that. Uh, I can probably, yeah. You know what? Oh man, if I I got to do it for this one particular game, because okay. I, I don't think I can. I don't think I can fake it for the. Bing for points me. out the secret word should be fifty. Fifty. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that would make sense. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really one for uh, anniversaries when it boils right down to it. Obviously, folks, we didn't do any. We didn't do any special prep at all here. It's just a normal. Right. That's just kind of. I. I never really <laughs> celebrate anything. Yeah. Oh, well, they should. We should have had a clip show of all the greatest, and we should have gotten all. And we should have done a bunch of stuff, but we just. Didn't. And then end the show. We should just end the show with a black. Uh, you know, silence. <laughs> yeah, just in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> just cut to black. Yeah. <laughs> that would be too perfect. I love that. Oh yeah. my gosh, my internet's out. Their internet's out. We don't know. It was the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't we go with crutches? I, I think. All right, you got I crutches. Crutches, it. it is. I, I yeah, like it. I like it a lot. All right. Yeah. Well, then, let me go on ahead and put the uh, warning on screen to let everybody know that we're going to start doing the show. And folks, after we're done with the show, which will probably take uh, 30 or 40 minutes, there'll still be some time we can do some more Q&A. So if any questions come up, especially you know, if you have questions about what we said, what about X, Y, or Z, let us know. Start your question with a question mark. That's very important. Also, at the end of the show, I, we were talking about this before we went live. Uh, doing this made me realize I own 25 Roll and Ride games. How about you? I have, I didn't give the exact number, but I had 30. You counted list, at least so. 30. And so 30. there's a yeah. lot more I could talk about. So we will yeah. talk about some of our, oh, just barely missed it as well and do some yeah. more Q&A and then we'll do a raid. So that's the uh, plan for the rest of the show. And folks, don't sit on your um, on your Rotto points. It's it's <laughs> not like you can use them for as a retirement account. Have us do stuff. Make us jump through hoops. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. But anyway. Folks, help me. Yeah, help me rank my entire collection. Let's exactly. keep well ranked. Exactly. Let's, let's, yeah. let's do some Although, once that's done, threes, the show is over. fun. Yeah. Oh, we got this and that's too. This or that's. Oh, fun. this or that's are my favorites. Definitely. Love definitely. those. Yeah. Okay. I have yet to have anybody do a game Somalia. I don't. I don't. Think. I was gonna say yeah. yeah. That hasn't been uh, used yeah. yet. I, I would love to do that. Yeah. So. All right. 
Maybe during the after show. Who? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. People, uh, you've you've got the tools. You're earning those uh, Rado points every second you watch. So, um, let's see. The show is sponsored by Sagrada Artisans. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've already put up a run-through for Sagrada Artisan, so I felt kind of weird doing my Uh-oh. little, oh, let me just show you what a turn is like. So I thought what I'd do is, hey, even though even though it's already been opened, then we do an unboxing. Yeah. Oh, look at that shiny box. Oh, my oh it's gosh. so that shiny. Look at it. Nice. Look at it. Wow. Yep, it's cool. very cool. So right. I don't know if the real game is going to be like this. I assume so. This is a prototype, obviously. So yeah. All right. So we're gonna uh, friends in chat. We are, the secret word is crutches. Correct? Yes. Oh crutches? yeah. Let me uh, get ready with yeah. the what's it? The secret word is crutches. Yes, crutches. Yeah. Uh, um, people were asking about that. Yeah, crutches both. is the word, folks. Yep. And it'll be Ruel who is saying it because yes. he abused some crutches recently, <laughs> and uh, for the last few weeks, I could have used some crutches in a big way. Oh, all yeah. right, so I need to... Right, so that's fine. I've got all of that. I don't see I how you got those. around. So the whole time your foot's hurting, are you just sitting on the ca- laying on the couch? I... Like, uh, <laughs> uh, this uh, is whatever it is now. Two, uh-huh. two and a half weeks worth of beard growth. Because, <laughs> yeah, I've pretty much just fallen into a, oh, I just lay around all day. Or oh hobble gosh. over to the game table to play a game with Jen, or hobble over yeah. to this table to film something. I haven't yeah. gone. We went. Remember, we did go one place, and I put on shoes, and that set me back like three or four days. So yeah. I've yeah, I've just been I've been doing bed rest pretty much or almost. Wow. You know, I haven't I haven't walked the dogs in a couple of weeks. I haven't oh shaved. I haven't bathed as much as I should. Oh um, my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> although the thing about the bathing is, uh, I Jen uses like a. Uh, like soap or liquid soap. I hate that. Uh-huh. I always use bar soap. But uh, a few weeks ago, you know, the bar soap, there was a much of a sliver. It was time to throw away. And I keep meaning to ask Jen, hey, next time you go out, could you give me a bar of soap? I didn't need a bar of soap. I can't take a shower without a bar of soap. <laughs> and then I mentioned it yesterday. I finally remembered when she was going out to do something, hey, can you pick a bar of soap? And she's like, we've got like 20 of them from hotels around the world in this box over here. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> So I will be taking a bath with some Japanese soap later today. I was going to say, yeah, I'm sure you're bathing with stuff from Dice Tower West or whatever <laughs> hotel, the Rio or whatever. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. So next okay. week, I believe, for episode 51, I will be freshly shaved. Because uh, this is okay. getting a little, this is getting a little, I don't know how you do it, man. This is just so annoying. The feeling, of, you know, well, I guess I, you. Like, I let this grow up, but then I'll trim around the mouth area. Like, yeah. I trim the yeah, mustache yeah. and around here just because, you know, you know, it just, yeah, you know, when you're eating and stuff. Sure. Yeah. I guess you just get sort of used to it or whatever, you know. I guess, yes. Or at least I did, yeah. All right. Okay. So I think we're ready to go. I'm going to, yep. we're going to do an unboxing of this. We're going to do a giveaway. The secret word is crutches. Then we're going to do our top 10. We will explain these are not just rolls, but these are flipping fills. These are random yep. run rights, <laughs> however you want to call it. And then we just do it. Yeah. Ready to go. Cool. All righty then. Let me bring up the Hoozy Muscoozy. All righty. And you're ready, right? Uh, wait. Give me one second. I, I need a three. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I I know how to do the secret word. I got it. Okay. All right. You are confident. You got it. Right. And mm-hmm. I need to not look at this because I'm going to use the wrong links. Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. Hold on a second. Yeah, I am literally going to delete all these links out of my normal thing that I pull them out of because I'll just use them mistakenly because I remember I have to use the uh, the email that has the correct links. All right, so fine. Okay. I'm glad you spotted that. That would have been that would be a great <laughs> yeah, episode right? of the 50th where we just completely butcher our entire list. <laughs> okay, so cool. Here we go again on our own, going down the only road we ever known. 
Drifters, we were born to walk alone. Okay. Wow, a little white snake going there. Yes. Oh, nice. No, no better way to start a show. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Oh, no, shoot, shoot, shoot. Hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Sagrada Artisans. And hello, Ruel. How are you doing? Hello, I was mesmerized by that opening. Wow, what a cool animated intro. I love it. Oh, it's cool, all right. The animated yeah. intro, but nowhere near as cool as this box. Look, Look how shiny wow. Ruel. Look. Nice. Oh, it's I my precious. It. <laughs> Jen and I have actually already finished the whole thing. And in fact, uh, just this morning, I put a renter up because it just went live on Kickstarter and it's sponsoring the show. And I thought before we get to what we're here to do today, top 10 rolling rights, how about we do a little bit of an unboxing? Never done an yeah. unboxing on the R&R show, I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, this is the first time for, first time for it. And what better time than the 50th uh, show that we've done about? together? Yes. Yeah. Let's try something new. Let's do an unboxing. Right. Admittedly, an unboxing of a box I've already unboxed earlier. <laughs> but still, you folks can pretend. I've actually reset this so it was like it's in the same situation as when I first got it. Let me check the cool. overhead camera. And there we go. Yep, yep. So, um, Sagrada Familia is a legacy game uh, from of dice drafting and window coloring by Daryl Andrews and Adrian Adamescu. And um, if you look, you can see the cool reflective mirror-like surface so there. Cool. But yes. here is the deal, Ooh. folks. A Sagrada, which has traditionally been a dice drafting game, is now a roll and write. Everybody, as part of setup, gets one of their own personal journals. Uh, each page in this journal is a new window that you will um, color in using regular Sagrada rules. Now, Jen, I've already finished the game, but I can still show it. Well, I'll come back to in a second. Let's continue with the unboxing, right? Because we're unboxing stuff here. Right, right, right. Yeah. So... Here is the cathedral board where um, every round, you know, in regular Sagrada, you just roll the dice, you put them in a pile, people grab them. Now you put them on this cathedral board in the individual spots. And this is a huge change because say you rolled two green fives, you can only put one in each spot. So there's a much more even distribution of dice results, both because you use this board, which if you look closely, you'll notice dotted lines and little uh, letters. If you know legacy games, you know what that means, folks. Uh, there's a rule book that I cannot show you because this is full from stem to stern with stickers that have been put in. So I don't want to spoil anything. This is the only, uh, the, it's only the front page. It doesn't change. So we'll just skip the rule book. But you open it up and here's what we get. First of all, a whole bunch of envelopes. Open when instructed. Open when instructed. The first time a player comes in last place a second time. Hey, chances are they need a little bit of help. Open when instructed, etc., etc. It has a whole bunch of secrets waiting for you to crack these wax seals based on certain things. We've got a box full of very colorful pencils. Uh, oh. Because we are deploying, I think, Ruel, this is the first legacy roll and write in the industry. And nice. um, you can watch my run through to see how it works. I have to admit, when I started my run through, I was, I was kind of afraid I would make a mistake and I actually used proxy dice from regular Sagrada. But you get to the extended, and I busted out the pencils and did some coloring. What else do nice. you get? You get a bag of dice, but unlike regular Sagrada, where it comes with 50 bajillion little tiny dice, we just get 10 normal dice. There's only Ooh. two of each color. And so what that means is every round, uh, depending on the player count, uh, you know, it's five or seven dice or nine dice that come out. And what that means is you're never going to get a situation like regular Sagrada where, my God, I've been waiting half the game for a three. 
but it's just nothing but high numbers because um, you know, or I've been waiting for a yellow. No yellows come out because there's because purples keep coming out because of this system with the uh, with the with the limited number of dice and this, you get a much more even distribution. Honestly, it would be hard for me to go back to play regular Sagrada rules where it can be so much more swingy. But with this system, I think it's a big improvement. What else do we get? We get some mysterious empty boxes. And if you want to know what these boxes are about, you can go watch my run-through all the way to the end. Because when I get to the end of the run-through, I start unlocking features. There's also this big mysterious box, which is also mysteriously empty. Uh, but it'll get filled up as you go. Here's some little tiny boxes. Can you hear it? Uh-huh. There's yeah. some fun stuff in those waiting to be opened. Here is the pencil um, sharpener, which is the first <laughs> player marker, and it works nice. really nicely. And believe me, you use it a lot because these pencils, they go dull very quickly because we're using them so much. Um, let's see. And then most importantly for any legacy game, we've got the story deck. Start here and read the uh, the first intro. You're introduced to what's going on. This is a multi-generational story where we will make... Uh, what is it? I forget now. Like a dozen different windows? I forget exact number. I mean, you can go check out the Kickstarter page. But um, every round, there are going to be new rules, new windows, and that means we come back to this. Now, when you first open your book, you actually get the opportunity to name your family that's going to play through generations. You keep track of all the... Oh, it's 10. It's 10 windows that you'll do. You also have a secret here. What's under this? Ooh. I'm not going to tell you. You have to watch the run-through. You get introduced to uh, Antoni Gaudi himself, the uh, genius behind the Sagrada Familia, and you go directly into our first one. Now, this is one I've already finished. I think this is one of the ones I did for my run-through. And as you can see, you are using these pencils to color areas in. And so what's interesting about this game, Rel, is it's the first legacy roll-and-write adult coloring book. Because... Yes. As when I we were playing it. this game, when Jen was waiting for me to take a turn, she would always be, oh, I'm just going to paint in some of these side things. Not because I have oh. to, but just because. Uh, oh, you can see goodness. her books are all colored all the way through. And the fact that you can't fix your mistakes. Once you make a mistake, hey, you just got to exit out. You can't just pick the die up and put a different die down. Because once you've yeah. written, it's over. And so wow. there is so much more at stake with every decision you make than there ever was in regular Sagrada. I got to say, a, a legacy roll and write is fantastic. And it is on Kickstarter right now. And uh, I've done a full run-through of the first chapter. I've un- if you watch all the way through, I give a spoiler warning, and then I unlock a few little things here and there. And I talk about um, how they make the game replayable. And you, so you can keep after the campaign is over, you can keep playing with uh, very, very nice uh, features that you can read about on the uh, page. And that's it. We are sponsored wow. by Sagrada Familia. This is easily going to be one of my gen- my wife Jen's top fa- 10 favorite experiences she had this year because it's just a phenomenal design. It takes Sagrada to such new, never-before-seen heights. So much creativity. I was blown away by it. And um, it is a roll and write. It would totally make this list, but it hasn't come out yet. So we're going to talk about our top 10 roll and writes that are not... Sagrada Artisans today. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. I you, You've totally sold me on this. Like, I'd heard a little bit about this before, but uh, you breaking it down like this, you had me at a um, legacy roll and write and coloring book. Yes. Michelle and I, we love, there's a game called Color It by uh, from Haba. It's just a wonderful little roll and color game for, you know, kids and families. But this is more my jam. And Michelle and I love Sagrada. We love coloring. So we're going to love this. I, I cannot wait to play it. It looks fantastic. Oh, cool. Well, 
you know. So I know you're excited about it. I imagine the audience is excited about it. And one lucky audience member can win a copy of this. Well, how do they win? Folks, you're going to be able to win your very own copy by watching the show and listening for The Secret Word. This episode, number 50, the yes. uh, secret word is crutches, mm-hmm. like what you use to walk around when your foot hurt is hurt. Uh, <laughs> why did we pick uh, crutches? Watch the extended uh, edition of the yes. show, and you'll find out exactly why we're using crutches. So It is a personal, has a personal crutches, meaning for both of us. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah, for both of us. A very special meaning, uh, yeah. unfortunately. The show but, isn't uh, the only one that turned 50 recently. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, crutches. One of us is going to say it. And what you're going to do is in, uh, type uh, the name of the game that we're talking about at that moment and send it to, uh, in an email to contest at rado.com, um, the, word of the, the name of the game that we're talking about when we say crutches, and you'll be entered to win your very own copy of Sagrada Artisans. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Right. Uh, there's the information on the screen, and you'll have to listen closely. You don't know who's going to say it, but when you hear crutches... Make note. All right. And um, otherwise, Ruel, I think we're ready to go with our top 10 roll and writes. Although that deserves a bit of explanation too, right? It does. Yeah. So we had talked about this before we, you know, got together for the show. Like, how are we going to define roll and rights? I mean, right. it, do we need to actually have the dice in it? And, you know, like we're talking Yahtzee. Yahtzee to me is like, that's the OG roll and write. I mean, it's the one, the standard bearer. That's the one that launched this uh, genre. But, you know, it's it's evolved over the years, yeah. right? So now you have flip and fills, right? You have you know cards that you flip over. Do we include those? And what we decided is like yes, yes. You know, the 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 spirit of the mechanism rolling right is apparent in all the games we chose, and all the games a bunch of games we didn't choose as well. So that's what we're including, folks. We're including the the entire genre of rolling right, flip and fill, and whatnot. Okay. All right. Well, then. Um, I think we are going to be ready to go with the top 10 okay. and okay. I've got the list set up, I think. Right. Okay. And you've got yours ready to go. Yep. So, okay. well, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That we kick things off. Oh. Our friend is an asshole. <laughs> what happened? What I happened? just to get ready, I clicked the first link uh, yeah. just to make sure it was gonna open up. Yeah. It's <laughs> I was just about to ask, did you get Rick rolled? <laughs> or I very did much we just get Rick rolled? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. And now he thought he was really oh. clever, but he didn't realize I actually deleted the original list. Oh no. So that's okay. Oh. It just means I'll okay. have to do a little bit more fast thinking behind the scenes. You'll say what it is. I'll ha- I-, I won't be able to follow the link. I'll just have to very quickly type it in and get there, but that's okay. okay. It's fine. We've done this before. Wait a second. Uh, can I uh, drop the link in discord? Right no, don't, don't worry about it. it. Don't worry about it. I you mean, sure? I mean, okay. uh, I'm assuming, uh, I mean, I've covered a lot of rolling rights. You have too. I'm assuming, yeah. um, you know what? Tell you what, if it's one, when you mention it, if you have a run through for it, say, uh, yo, say okay. what it is, which is one of yeah. the things I really enjoyed running through. And I'll know, oh, I should do a search for Ruel Gaviola name of game. Otherwise okay. I'll probably put my own video up. Okay. 
Cool. <laughs> never gonna give you up. I can't believe never we gonna got Rickroll. Let you That's... down. Oh my gosh. Oh. You know where you are. Oh, that yeah. that is funny. But now I gotta he's do a little he's bit of totally editing. Cracking okay. up right now. He's loving it right now. I know. Oh my gosh. I I am certain. I. Yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah, I'm sure he's watching. I'm sure he's just been waiting for this. And all the audience <laughs> saying, well done, friend. Yeah. I disagree. Friend. Put that friend in quotes, folks. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Hold on so, a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. All right. Yeah. So. Get, let's actually, get you know what? Oh, oh, wait. I still have his earlier email, don't I? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which has the correct yeah. ones. Oh, my God. Go. He's so committed to this gag. I'm looking at the new one he sent. Every single bitly is a different one. <laughs> and just confirming i that's that's pretty good if you're gonna oh go no no like no that, okay <laughs> yeah he didn't commit that far uh he didn't he didn't okay. actually make 10 links to um all right something about oh man you son of a gun all right still <laughs> oh my gosh oh well this was a special episode after all yeah. All right. Yeah, there, there's our celebration for 50 right there. We got Rickrolled. Okay. How? Okay. Right, what did I say? What did I say? I said asshole. I have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Let's see. We'll just have to. We'll just. I, I'll, I'll probably have to throw up a pause for you know a technical difficulties thing, and then we'll yeah. just, we're, we're going to continue after the technical difficulties uh, thing that I will edit in Perfect. afterwards shows up. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. I know well you're played. out there. I know you're yeah. still cracking yourself up. Yeah. Well uh, played. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Scott O'Brien quite rightly points out, we just got Rick rolled and writing. Rick rolled and right. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. <laughs> of course. Of course. All right. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, so let me uh, get back here. So, okay. So I'm having to use this, and that's okay. That's okay. All right. Which means I don't. All right. Okay. 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 Now I'm worried about these other links. Are they all booby-trapped? But no, presumably he didn't do it in the original email he sent earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, folks. Oh, that really threw me for a loop. All right, so we're coming back from a technical or a technical difficulties insert. Oh, folks, um, the guy who helps Ruel and I put our list together, he just played a little bit of a 50th anniversary practical joke. We just got Rick Rollin written. Um, because he actually sends all of the links to us, and I was just getting ready to load up Ruel's uh, first one, and it was Rick Astley, and uh, we all had a little bit of a laugh. We all cursed our friend who put this together yes. for us, but now we're here to really get to work. I'm sorry, Ruel. Would you like to try again? What is our number 10 roll and write game? <laughs> our, yeah, we, we are Rick roll and write. Well done, sir. Well played. Let's move on to our number 10. Um, this is going to be, hopefully it's not Rick Astley uh, when I press this little button here. Our number 10, top 10 roll and writes, is oh, okay. Railroad Inc. A wonderful game. I really enjoyed this one. It's a smaller box game, but don't let that small box fool you, folks. There's a lot of game in this. It's a terrific puzzle, and what you're doing is rolling dice. You're trying to build a network of railroad tracks and a network of highways, and every round you're going to roll four dice, and every player at the same time is going to use those dice to lay down those tracks in their little erasable scoreboard there. You do this over seven rounds, and then you're going to connect. You're going to count up all the connections you've made. The more you've made, the more points you score. Any un incomplete uh, railways or roads are going to lose points and there's also special bonuses as well for uh, finishing uh, things in the middle of the scoreboard and whatnot 
I love this game. I love how easy it is to teach, and it's a, uh, you can solo it as well. Uh, you do have some ways to mitigate those dice. There are special um, uh, uh, symbols there that you can use instead of the dice. Uh, you can use one per round up to three, I think, during the game. And there are many expansions. You uh, yes. In the red edition, which I have, there's a lava um, uh, expansion and also a meteor expansion that changes things up just enough to give it a little more replayability. I, Michelle and I and all my friends, we've always enjoyed Railroad Dig. I remember the first time I played it, in fact, at my friendly local gaming store. I played one game. I was like, yep, I'm buying the next one off the shelf. And yeah. we, we uh, like, I think there was like two or three of us have bought games that day. So yeah. it's a wonderful game. It's a great roll and write. And that's why it's our number 10, Railroad Dig. An excellent choice. Although, did I hear you correctly? You only own the red edition? Yeah, and I oh know there's gosh. all these other colors that I need to get. The blue, the yellow, the green, all this stuff, right? Yeah, the blue, the yellow, green, and red. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you, what was your favorite? I guess your favorite is red. Is and red, you know what? To yeah. be fair, red, I would say, is the second best. But for my money, yellow is the best. That's uh, what I hear. That's, yeah. what, what about the yellow that, is it, that makes it uh, your favorite? Oh, man. Well, the, the, the green and the yellow both get much more complex. Red and blue, the first two that came out, are much more gateway. They're much easier to yes. teach. But the red and the, the, the yellow and the green, they both added new mechanisms. The, the core game still works the same, but it gets so much more complex. And mm-hmm. of the two, the green was the more complex, whereas yellow was kind of somewhere in between the two. So that's kind of why it hit the sweet spot for us. Nice. Um, Plus, the art you do is a little bit easier, doing Desert Dunes and some of the other things you have to draw in this game (laughs) when it falls right down to it. Uh, But they're all fantastic. An excellent game. Uh, A very good and worthy start. Uh, Number 10, uh, Railroad Inc. But you know what's even better, Ruel? Number 9, Avenue. Which is fantastic. Oh my gosh, look at this video from 2016. A very young Rado and Jen playing live with the audience um, and having a great time. Now... This is going to be our first one that officially is not a roll and write. It is a flip and fill because what happens is every round a new card gets revealed and bingo style, everybody has to draw a new road. Hey, it's another route builder, much like our previous one, Rainbow, but we're being driven not by dice, but by cards. And we are trying to connect all these different uh, hotspots in our fantasy kingdom to score lots of points with long roads, taking big gambles, hoping we'll be able to get um, you know the right stuff connected, never being quite sure we'll pull it out and um what really makes this game so brilliant is its scoring system because every once in a while you have uh scoring and once you have scored once you once you once you have scored a certain level like say your first one hey i scored six points on my c road or something like that for the rest of the game the future scorings you have to score higher than six if you scroll if you scroll less you get nothing so you have this really tough thing of there's this pressure of okay well the last time i scored 16 i don't think i can score 17 with these other ones i should not have scored that 16 halfway through the game i should have waited this brilliant level of tension for the five rounds where you're trying to slowly work your way up is so fresh. And then the gameplay itself is fantastic too. Now there's the original Avenue version, but then it got reprinted as um, Avenue of the Kodamas, which was basically a 2.0 that added a, 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 a completely different theme that is very warm and charming and some extra stuff. I've still got Avenue. I want to get um, Avenue or you know Avenue of the Kodamas or the Kokoro. Uh, because, but either yeah. way, it's a brilliant game. I played this 
two-player with my wife. I've played this. It's a bingo-style game, so in big groups of six or seven people at a restaurant, it just works. And again, that brilliant tension of trying to score, but not score too much, because you'll hurt yourself later if you're not careful, is absolutely wonderful, which is why Avenue comes in at number nine. You know, it's funny. I didn't know that um, Avenue of the Cadors was the remake of Avenue. Because I was I was listening to you describe yeah. it. I was like, I've never played Avenue. I was like, this seems sort of familiar. Yes, Avenue of the Cadora. It, it was uh, said in that. Was it Kodama? Um, it's Kodama. Uh, Kod- or, or the, or it's the, Ko- oh, it's Kokoko or Kokoru Avenue of the Kodamas, the I think. Another word that you said, not Kodora, but Kamor. No. Uh, Kodama. It's that world. Yeah, that world, which is uh, illustrated by Quan Chai Moria. Yes. Right? So it's got the beautiful art and... I've played that one. Yeah, I love that tension you're talking about. You know, do you want to score, but you don't want to score too much. To me, it's very Keynesian. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, Very much. One of my favorite designers Mm -hmm. always does that. You want to score, but you got to be careful, you know. So, oh, great choice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. This this list is off to a great start, folks. Let's move on to our number eight. Uh, This one is a game that I know we both enjoyed a lot. And actually, we did a run-through of it together. It is our number eight. Rolling Realms from Stonemaier Games. Yes, it is. Stegmeier, um, he designed this game during the pandemic, folks. Um, he wanted a, a way to, you know, uh, play games with uh, uh, the audience, and this one is bingo style, and it is very much. I, I look at this game as very influenced by Gonshan Clever, right? Very combo rific. You're going to be, uh, you know, like other bingo style games. You roll dice, and everyone's going to use those dice to fill in their score sheets. You have nine different mini games you pick three of them for each round and you're going to play those um you know i think it's like six rolls or whatever it is for for the round and you're going to score them what it is you're basically collecting resources and trying to use those resources the most efficient way to duplicate dice to mitigate dice to change them to get bonus numbers because you want to fill those up to get those ever elusive victory point stars which are a very stonemeyer thing you want all those stars and it's really interesting, too, because at the end of the game, you're going to have a decimal point nor- almost all the time in your score <laughs> because you get decimal points for the extra resources at the end of the game. Um, we played this live together with the audience. I love this game. Uh, it started off as a, a print-and-play that yep. Jamie had done during the pandemic, and I enjoyed that. It was, I think it was called Nine Realms originally, and then he had such a great response to it. He said, hey, I'm going to make a physical version, and this is what it is, Rolling Realms. Uh, it's a wonderful game. It's That's why it's our number eight. And check out those dice. Those dice, the <laughs> camera does not do it justice. Those dice are humongous. They are They're awesome ginormous. Dice, yes. Yeah, you could literally hurt someone with those dice, folks. So be careful when you get this coffee. Uh, this game is our number eight, Rolling yep. Realms. And one more thing to bear in mind about it, too. He hasn't stopped developing. Every That's month, right. it seems yeah. like... Uh, they are putting out more new realms that people can print out. Uh, or no, or no. I think they're actually selling as like add-on packs based yes. on games from um, you know from other publishers. Some of the you know, there's an Agricola one. There's I mean there's all I, I saw, that's very very cool. The game continues to grow. Plus, end users are making new ones as well. I mean, mm-hmm. if you only own one roll and write, it makes sense to make it rolling realms because right out the yeah. gate it comes with nine roll and writes built into one. Yeah, and then it just yeah, keeps that, expanding. It's really neat how he's done each one to a Stonemeyer title, and it's it's somewhat thematic. Like you're you're actually you know doing like viticulture and um, scythe and all that stuff, and they do have sort of lined up. I mean, it, it is still a Rhone ride at its heart, but you know, like with the the castles ones, castles of uh, um, of what was the castle? Uh, Mad castles King Ludwig. Mad, I'm sorry, Mad King Ludwig. 
Mad King Lugui. Like the, they're like when you see the sheet, it's like little. They look like little castles, and you fill in the numbers. Uh, it's it's a wonderful game, and as you said, there are still new um, uh, mini games coming yes. out based on yeah. other titles. I, Actually, I my that. only problem with it is they. I mean, it's on my list too, but uh, quite a bit higher. Is yeah. I mean, I, it's brilliant. I love how it comes together, but it's just a little too abstract for me. All the yeah. ones I'm talking about today, they really try their best to bring the theme into the Roll and Write, and Rolling Realms really That's doesn't. True. But if you don't you mind that, true. it's brilliant, an absolute must-have, and a very worthy number eight. All Not right. as worthy cool. as number seven, which I tend right. to think of as feeling very thematic, and I know you love it too, Ruel. Uh, number seven is On Tour. Yes. Yes. yes and yes. here you and I are playing um, together. Uh, this is the uh, newer version on tour, the Paris map, if I recall correctly. That's uh, right. Yeah, there's been an on tour US <laughs> and on tour Europe, uh, Paris, and what is the other one? London, I think. Or no, New York, New York. And uh, so it keeps expanding. But the core game has always been so wonderfully done. Every round, there are three cards out that tell you the different districts on the map that you can write numbers onto, uh, you know, these different uh, venues. Because in this game, we are the manager of a band trying to figure out the perfect tour line for everybody. And so every round, there's different places we can book for for our gigs. And we roll dice that tell us what numbers we can put in. And, um, you know, the two dice we roll, uh, like if you rolled a one and an eight, that means you're going to put an 18 somewhere and you're going to put an 81 somewhere too. And at first, you just have a map full of possibilities as you're trying to very much long-term think about, right, okay, if I put an 18 over here and I got to put an 81 over here, I know those are probably going to be at the far ends of my ultimate tour. And so I'm every step of the way, you're doing short-term, immediate, tactical responses to what you get, but always with long-term planning in mind. This brilliant mix of tactics and strategy driven by the dice is just wonderful. It's easy to teach. It's incredibly tension-filled. And to me, again, it does feel like, why can't I book anything in the Bronx? If you're playing the... You know, I need to book something there, but there's no, there's no openings. And instead, I keep on booking these other things. Okay, all right, that's fine. We can reroute over through Brooklyn. It'll be fine. Uh, you know, it just... Absolutely phenomenal game. For the longest time, this was my number one uh, roll and ride of all time. There have been a few that eclipsed it, but it still rates very, very high for me on tour. Any version of it you can get. Yeah. So, oh, it's such a good game. And like you said, it is tension filled. Like yeah. every single dice roll. I love the fact that they don't have anything to mitigate the dice. You know, yeah. normally you people say we need dice mitigation. No, you don't. You can make a great game without all the other factors. Just there's your dice. There's your numbers. Go work with it. And I love that about this game. And that's why it's been a perennial favorite uh, in my household as well. All right. Great choice for number seven, but let's move on to number six. This one keeps climbing up the rankings in my personal rankings. Uh, It is a newer roll and write uh, from a stellar design duo, Three Sisters, from Matt Riddle and Ben Pitchback. Uh, You may know them from games like Stellar, Fleet the Dice Game, and this one... It's the crunchiest roll and write that I like right uh, as of today. It is okay. wonderfully crunchy. Um, it's got a, it mixes a rondelle with the roll and write. As you see there, the two sheets you're going to have that you're scoring. Um, basically, it's based on this, uh, uh, um, not classic, uh, this very well-known indigenous agri- agricultural technique where pumpkins, corn, and beans are grown together. Right. So uh, uh, the corn provides like a lattice or like crutches for the beans to climb. Uh, the beans bring nitrogen from the air for the soil, and the squash provides natural mulch. And I love the fact that those all those um, um, 
veggies are working together and it sort of ties in a theme because you need to work make sure all these dice work together <laughs> properly because you want to be able to combo everything you you have all kinds of different choices here um you have you know you can go to the av uh, apiary you can go to the orchards you can compost go to the farmer's market you can go to the shed which gives you you know tools and special abilities and this is the only roll and write that I know of that on the score sheet actually includes like a notes section because yes. you will need that, folks. I guarantee you need it. My games, every single game I've played, I've had to write down, oh, shoot, I got to remember. I got to combo this or I have this to use or this to fill. Oh, my gosh. It, it's a, such a nice little brain burner that plays in about 45 minutes. And I absolutely love it. It's Every time I play it, it keeps going higher and higher. It may eventually reach my number one, folks. I'll tell you that right now. The only thing holding it back right now, it's a little Mm -hmm. nitpick for me, it's the size of the sheets. For someone with vision issues, especially colorblind issues, it's not that friendly. And now, if I could blow these up into like 8.5 by 11, maybe I I should do that in order to be able to see everything. But there is that little issue. So that's one thing to keep in mind. But you know what? The game is so awesome that I would recommend just getting it anyway. So that's why it's our number six three sisters a good one you're right i mean if you look over there while i was filming this run through i was having to make notes to myself to keep track of what was happening this game yeah. i yeah it's it's you're right it's the first roll and write that is so combinatorially interconnected it was sometimes you can have turns where oh yeah i'm gonna take like seven eight nine ten extra bonus things and i need to yep. keep track of it all because it just explodes in combinatorial goodness really really sharp design uh yeah, yeah. Number, a good choice, a good choice. For my uh, wife, it was almost too far. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, can, I can see that for I some people. I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah I can definitely see that. It's, it's it, Again, it's not going to be for everyone. Uh, you have to know what you're getting into. I mean, again, it has a note section. If you're not, if that scares you <laughs> off, exactly. you, know, you know, you know what I mean? So, but a wonderful choice uh, anyways. I, I love the game. And uh, But let's see what's our number five. Okay, well, our number five, I'm willing to bet, is probably going to be our most least known, or our, our just our most least, just our least known on the okay. list. You probably haven't played it. I'll be very impressed if you have, or if anybody in the... Comment if you have played number five, Pandoria Merchants. Oh, I know of this one, but Mm. I have not played it. Yes. Mm. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. This is a roll and write 4X game without the fourth X. You expand, you explore, and you exploit, but you do not exterminate. And I love it for that. Uh, This is... And also... For my money, having played almost every roll and write, uh, you know, or every major roll and write that has come out for the last three or four years, this one I would say is the heaviest one on the market. Uh, more so than Roman Roll. I haven't played Twilight Inscription yet, but I'd be willing to bet this is heavier than Twilight Inscription. Uh, because every round, or, or I should say, when it's your turn, you roll two dice, and you put them together, they become effectively a domino that you are going to use to expand your dominion over a shared uh, map that everybody is trying to grab territory on. And you claim spaces, uh, and you're trying to get a whole bunch of the same type of symbols next to each other, but throughout, uh, you, you, this is another two-sheet roll and write um, where there is also uh, each player has a it's literally a deck of cards and what you can do is you can spend resources to unlock these cards to give you different powers and whatnot. This is a roll and write where there's so much going on it actually comes with colored cubes to keep track
lack of resources because you could not keep track of how much stuff is going on in this game. And I love it to pieces. It's rich, it's crunchy, it's a 4X game without the extermination. Always something I appreciate. Uh, it plays really fast. It has a really cool solo mode where it turns it into kind of like, um, you know, almost kind of like a campaign puzzly type game too. So Ooh. I love everything about it. And it, I'm always, um, you know, shouting its praises from the mountaintop because I don't think many people have heard of it. But if folks, if you are looking for an incredibly heavy and an incredibly interactive without getting nasty with each other um, game, then you might want to check out Pandoria Merchants. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. I, I know so. Iron Games. Yeah, we, we've talked about Iron Games. There's some of their. Uh, this was based on the Pandoria game that he had released before. That's right? correct. Bernard, yes. I believe, is his name. Um, yeah, Bernard I'm Eisenstein. dying yep. to. Yeah, I'm dying to try this one. I'm, I'm glad it made the list. It's good to good to see something that super crunchy on, on our list. Very okay. Very. Uh, now, our number four. Let's move on. Let me. Um, oh shoot, where is this thing? Come on. You okay. can do it, our bro. Number four. Yeah, we can do it. Um, and this is also a crunchy roll and write, but this one, oh my gosh, it's all about the theme. And I, I actually played this on my channel uh, before, um, a, a solo game of it on my um, channel, Dinosaur Rar and Write. And actually, it should be Dinosaur Island. Let me uh, update that. I don't know why. Oh my gosh. Okay, technical stuff. That's, that's, always <laughs> that's fun. fine. That's fine. Dinosaur Island Rar and Write. So if you knew the game Dinosaur Island, this is basically the same game converted into roll and write. Yeah. And I think it exceeds the original. I'll tell you why. It exceeds it. For, for first of all, if you're not familiar, it's basically Jurassic Park, the board game. Mm -hmm. You're building, you know, you're extracting DNA, building dinosaurs, and then eventually opening up an amusement park. Because, of course, what could go wrong with an amusement park full of dinosaurs, folks? Nothing, right? <laughs> well, you're going to find out by playing this game. The original Dinosaur Island. The reason why I think this exceeds it is raw and right. All you need is the sheets, some cards, and you have your dice. The original, if you've played it, it's a lot. It's a lot to set up, mm -hmm. a lot to tear down, and that was always a negative to me. Then I played raw and right. I got rid of my original copy of Dinosaur Island, folks. I honestly, I moved it along to the, you know, it wasn't for me anymore. Raw and right is definitely for me. You are just like I said, you are building your dinosaurs by getting all that DNA together. You're going to eventually uh, put that on your score sheet. And what it is, it adds a nice spatial element as well because you're drawing these polyomino shapes on your scoreboard uh, yep. score sheet, but you have to do it in a certain way where you know you have to have roads that connect to each other. You can't have certain things close to each other. And with the dice placement is so cool you roll dice two of them are going to be resources the two of them you can use to place for your actions so it's got a little dice placement to it it's got resource management and of course you're always not you're not always going to want to do certain things but you have to and i love that you have specialists that have uh, abilities you have end game goals that score uh, different amounts of victory points depending on what you're doing and best of all, it's solo is so fantastic. Really? It's got a, yeah, it's got a little AI that's super easy to manage. It's basically blocking some spots for okay. you, but you can always like pay extra to do, do those actions. Oh, Richard, I love, love, love Dinosaur Island Raw, right? It, I played it once. It immediately shot up in my top five of all time. And again, it's climbed up and up. That's why it's our number four here on our list. Of top, top five rolling rights right or just top five games, period? Uh, roll and write. Okay, and okay. Rights. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's great, but I don't know if it's top five. Period. But right, anyways, a, it's our number words. four. Yeah, it's our number four, Dinosaur Island. And I'm very happy it's here. I just finished talking about how Pandoria Merchants is probably the heaviest roll and write I've played. This is number two. 
Because nice. here's the thing. Like you said, yeah. this is actually basically like, you know, there are a lot of games like, oh, there's a like successful Euro-style board game. Let's uh, turn it into the dice game. And inevitably, yep. that always means, okay, well, you just keep the flavor of it, but you strip a lot of stuff out. Not this game. Yes. This game yes. is huge. They didn't compromise anything. It's still a drafting game. It's still a worker placement game. It is still a polyomino tile laying game, and it's all driven by roll and write. And like yeah. I said, they didn't scra- uh, you know, sacrifice anything. It's big. It's huge. I love the... Uh, the extra trick where, oh, the polyomino tile lane, you can't put them next to each other because you don't yeah. want dinosaurs to eat each other, so it's nice right. and thematically grounded. Really, really. This made my short list. I can see why I'm nice. not talking about because you like it even more than me, but I think I it's amazing. An excellent choice, sir. Thank you. Yeah. All right. But All we've right. got three more to go. Let's see what our number three is. Well, I've got one even better. Oh, uh, we were talking about how great it is that there's all that replayability earlier with Rolling Realms and, you know, there's so much variety baked in. I've got one with even more. Number three on the list is Welcome to the Moon. Nice. Welcome to the Moon. <laughs> Welcome to is great. I don't think Welcome To would have made it into my um, top 10, Uh, but Welcome to the Moon is uh, easily in my top 100 games of all time. It is absolutely fantastic. It takes the same flip-and-fill gameplay of the original Welcome To, which was a game where we were trying our best to lay out French suburbs, and instead, we are now playing through multiple different maps. The game, I forget, I think it, I want to say it comes with seven different maps, if I recall yeah, correctly, like if you play through Nine. the entire campaign, it might even have been more. And each one still has the same core gameplay of, of uh, entwined drafting of every round picking which uh, cards that have come up, which pair of cards, a number and a symbol, are you going to pick? And that is going to let you fill in things. In every mission is different. Um, whether you're loading up the uh, rocket ship to fly to the moon, whether you are building the, the moon base on Mars, whether you're fighting a viral outbreak on the surface of the planet, where, I mean, all all these things that you are having to do, and if all that weren't enough, it actually comes with a choose-your-own-adventure branching storyline narrative you can play through as well. And it has all kinds of unlocks. I mean, it just has so much content. And honestly, almost any one of the maps that comes with this game could it was good enough to stand on its own to be a full-release game. But no, this game says, hold my pen, and just comes with a ton of stuff, and it's absolutely mind-boggling just how far this game pushes the genre. I was floored. Um, the, well, actually, I shouldn't say. Uh, as a warning, I wasn't floored the first time I played because the first mission you play has a couple of mistaken or misworded things in the rulebook that all I can say is, folks, read the FAQ because you'll get... Uh, you, the, the first mission will seem like, oh, it's broken. Oh, there's just like they worded something wrong. But once I got to the second mission and I got past that first misstep... And everybody I was playing with at the uh, Dice Tower West convention, all our heads blew up. We were all fans of Welcome To, and we had no idea what this game had in store for us. And it just keeps on introducing more and more amazing stuff. Kimberly Tolson, another contributor to the Rado channel, Tabletop Tolson, she recently did a video where she ranked all the maps and talks about all of them. So if you want a full understanding of everything this game does, go check out her excellent video. I cannot recommend enough our number three, Welcome To The Moon. Yeah, I'm glad this, I, I figured this would be on the list. Yeah. I know how much of a fan you are. And, you know, Welcome To is such a, it was such a game changer when I counted a few years ago, but I know that this is the one that people are like really gravitated towards. Um, I have not, unfortunately, been able to play it yet. I missed my chance with you at Dice Tower West. Mm. But 
I will. I will be playing it soon enough. I, I know I will. I, I love. You will not regret it. Series. You will love it. Yeah, absolutely. Cannot wait. Okay, let's. We got two more, folks. Let's move on. My number two. Our number two. This is my personal favorite. Now I'm taking a step back a little bit because this one's been my number one for a while. But cartographers. This is a fantastic roll mm-hmm. and write. Now it's not quite as crunchy as the last two that I've talked about, <laughs> but. There's something to be said for that. I think this has been so influential in gameplay as far as polyominoes, uh, putting polyominoes onto a score sheet. You know, I think immediately of like, you know, uh, Phil Walker Harding's Silver and Gold. It's yep. got a similar uh, aspects a little. Uh, but th- what this does, it's in the role player world. So, you know, you have role player, you have lockup. That wonderful world that Thunderworks Games has put together, this is set in it. And what really sets this game apart, I think, is the fact that you're scoring multiple things every round. And I love the fact that you can sort of plan ahead, but you're still focus on what you have here so in this case like the spring season you have a and b then the summer you go b and c and then it comes back to a and c and so forth yeah i love that and what it is it's a flip and fill so you're uh, doing the uh, pulling cards for each season and each one has a number so when you hit a certain threshold that's the end of the season so you never know exactly how long the season is going to go and i love that tension because towards the end you're like please don't have a big number please don't do a big number and sure (laughs) enough the season's over like darn it i wasn't able to finish and the thing I really enjoy about this, not this isn't for everyone now, but I love the player interaction. The way the player interaction works here is interesting, where it's almost like it's a take that, basically. Yes, it a is. A monster comes out, and you pass your sheet to the left or right, and your opponents will put a monster, usually smack dab in the w- middle of where you want to yep. you know, place your, your terrain or whatever, and that messes you up because you're going to lose points for monsters. Now, you can uh, you know, eventually surround them and then you know, take those minus points off. But it's a nice little. I think it's a nice little touch to it, where it's an added it's a challenge. Touch. I'll agree with yeah, that. It, yeah, it's not a little touch. It's a big <laughs> touch. So it's a take that thing, but it does add to the challenge of this yeah, puzzle, definitely. and that's what it is. I remember the first time I played it. It was at my local local uh, strategic con with uh, friends, a local convention in L.A. And my mind was blown, and I really I love the fact that it was really easy to get into. But as you're playing, it's like, oh, this is not as easy as it seems, and I've. Always enjoyed it. There are many expansions too that give you like special yeah. abilities. You can see there in the video. Um, it's it's a perennial favorite. I love it so much. Michelle and I are big fans. That's why it's our number two, folks. Cartographers. I can't fault you for putting that one on the list. It is brilliant. And as yeah. much as I dislike the fact that hey, every once in a while, why don't you hand me your piece of paper? Right. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. How about I put this in the worst possible place to screw you up the absolute <laughs> right. worst? Yep. Here you go. You enjoy. <laughs> It's, yeah. But it, that is a brilliant thing because they could have had some system where, oh, things just get put down randomly, but then yeah. pr- chances are somebody would randomly be hurt uh, more than another player. And so yeah. what better way than to bring in the actual players? It's certainly interactive. And if you don't yeah. mind every once in a while just getting to put the ultimate monkey in the wrench of your <laughs> opponents, then it, it is brilliant. Plus, it yeah. is really fun to be able to draw because it, it encourages, yeah. hey, when you put a village down, actually draw the little houses. You don't have to yeah. you could just do a letter but it's it's it is very nice and so yeah. i appreciate a lot of stuff about it. i just wish 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 it didn't have that cold hard backstabby heart at its center yeah and i think that's i think that's part of the reason why it appeals to me because so many of the <laughs> rolling rights are very like solo very right you're just doing your thing very this actually introduces player interaction which is truly player interaction you're yes. literally writing on someone else's sheet so i do like that and i love the fact folks you can check it on bgg or whatever people like color their maps like oh they'll use gosh. different color 
colored pencils. Michelle always uses uh, uses different colored pencils, and her map looks like a Tetris board. It looks beautiful. Me, I'm like writing. I always call my like my terrain like little mushrooms and stuff like that. They don't look like anything like houses. Or it's a smart village. Anyways, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fun game. Uh, definitely check yeah. it out. Cartographer. I agree. It's a, it's a good call. It's a good call. But thank you. Not the best. The we saved the best for last, folks. Number yes. one, and I'll be interested to know if Ruel agrees. As far as I'm concerned, the number one best roll and ride of all time to date is the Isle of Cats Explore and Draw. Oh, man, it's so good. I it cannot is so fault good. you. Yeah, it this is, is so, so good. good. Uh, now, this is, we talked about this earlier, about how um, Dinosaur Island, Rar and Fright, did not cut corners. Said, hey, let's take everything that was in our big cousin bard game and, and just put it in without compromising anywhere. This game, that's not the case. A lot of the stuff from one of the heavier card drafting games out there, the Isle of Cats, has been stripped away and streamlined. And honestly, I think... That was a good choice because uh, this game, what we're trying to do is rescue as many cats as we can from the Isle of Cats as fast as we can. And those cats come in the form of really intricate, crazily shaped polyomino Tetris pieces. This is not a game where you're just putting down the square and the L and the S and the L, you know, those same ones over and over again. No, you get all kinds of crazy... I don't know how these cats contort into the shapes they get into, but it's a blast. And what you're trying to do is pick the right ones and squeeze them onto the deck of your ship as best you can while trying to hit certain goals like make sure the cats eat all the rats on your boat, uh, um, you know, make sure they get into certain rooms because as you're going along, not only are you drafting to get these cards that have more cats that you get to add and try to fill all the holes and all that, but you're also drafting for objective cards that come up too. And all of a sudden once you grab one of those, oh I need to have two lonely cats on my boat. Two cats that are not next to any of their fellow cats of the same color. And suddenly, oh if I see that can I do that do I take that because here's the thing that's so brilliant about this game it is an entwined drafting game like uh, what was it the welcome to series you don't just on your turn grab one card you have to grab three cards from a row that every time you play these cards are going to come out randomly and sometimes like oh my gosh I so desperately want that uh, objective but I don't want either of those cats I can't fit those cats in they're not going to work um, those other, I want those other cats over there but there's no good objective or I still get stuck with a cat that it's the wrong color. And so you're constantly throughout this game having to make very, very tough choices, very tough compromises. And every time a new set of cards comes out and everybody's like, oh, okay, oh, but I'm second player. Am I going to get a chance to grab that or is something else going to go instead? I'm not quite sure. It's brilliant. The tile laying, or in this case, tile drawing, is so far above and beyond other ones because of these incredibly complex geometric shapes uh, that feels closer to a jigsaw puzzle than any other polyomino tile layer there is. So that elevates it. But even more, the incredibly tension-filled draft and the huge amount of variety with all the different objectives that you may or may not grab every time you play makes Isle of Cats explore and draw one of the best of all time. And if I think it's in my top 50 games of all time it's great yeah. a wonderful choice and i cannot fault you for <laughs> putting it number one I, it's just everything about it is fantastic you know the fun story uh frank who designed the game actually started this during the pandemic as well he took oh, really? isle of cats yeah he took isle of cats and made a you know a print and play version of it so we could play it um online together and then eventually that evolved into explore and draw which i'm so happy about because you're right this takes Isle of Cats streamlines it down into a, a, its own wonderful game. And yeah, highly, highly recommend. Okay. 
Well, that's it, folks. That's a top 10, and I am pretty happy with it. I, uh, you I picked several it. of the ones that were my near runners-up. I probably picked a few for you as well. Yep. But yep. we're not done yet, folks, because we're about to go to the extended edition, where we will continue, because I own 25, you own 35. 30, we have a yeah. lot more rolling rights to talk about, which we're going to continue in the extended, which you can check out by hitting that I in the top right corner screen or go following the show notes. Also, remember those technical difficulties we had earlier? You can actually see the whole uncut thing where I was so shocked I actually cursed live on camera. Yeah. Probably the first time I've ever cursed on my show. So if, if, if you if you want to hear it, you want to check out the extended. Or if you just want to hear some more of our favorite rolling rights and flipping fills and all the rest of it. But before we get to that, Ruel, um, did you hear it, audience? Did you hear either Ruel or myself say the secret word crutches? Right? That's right. Uh, so, my folks, foot's you, uh, that, bummed. Your foot is bummed. We both yep. need crutches. But the important thing is, did you hear one of us say crutches? Because if so, the game we were talking about, send that in an email as the subject of the email to contest at rao.com, and you will be entered to win a definite candidate for top 10 roll and write of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Sponsor nice. of the show, Sagrada Artisans. Phew. Okay, Rao. Can I, I miss anything? Is there anything else to do? No, I, I just I, I know that going into the extended show, we got a ton more games to talk about. So, folks, be sure you know you're watching this on YouTube. Be sure to click on the link below for the show notes to get that extended edition to oh, hear yeah. about more Rolling Right yes. games. Uh, this was a fantastic list. I know we're both fans of the genre. We so love them. Really- yeah, it was really neat to see you know us try to dial it down to ten. Oh my gosh, it was so hard. It was hard. I could yeah, have easily was, talked about twenty five games today. Easily. Same. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well then, folks, thank you as always for watching. Thank you, Ruel, for uh, helping me keep this show on the rails, uh, the railroad ink, as it were. And uh, nice. finally, thank you to sponsor of the show, Sagrada Artisans. Have a very very nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye-bye. Boop. All righty. Okay. Boop. Cool. Wow. Oh, our friend who shall remain nameless. <laughs> yeah. God, that was a good, good one. That was good. Oh, I was just, goodness. I was just like, as soon as I saw it, and you know, normally uh, that was lucky too. And I know what he wanted to happen. What normally happens is I don't see, uh, I, I don't push the go button until after you've actually said so that okay. I can have like a, you know, a proper response. But because of this last minute thing where I was having to follow links, so I'm like, oh crap, maybe this is not going to go right. Let me, do- I'll, I'll load this one early just to yeah. be, so I won't be surprised, but I was surprised in a different way. So while you were still doing your <laughs> intro and stuff and I'm like, what do I do? Is this a- and my first thought is, oh, it's a mistake. Oh my gosh, what if they're all mistakes? And then, but oh wait, what yeah. am I actually watching? And, <laughs> and who uh, who sent this to me? Of course. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh my gosh. Um, friends, we are in the after show now, the post show. Thanks for sticking out, uh, sticking around with us. We've got uh, now it is actually past two o'clock, but I'm okay, okay. With going a few minutes uh, late if you are. Yeah, let's 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 talk about some more. We're, I mean, we did we did Q and A up front this week instead yeah. of at the end. Yeah. All right, and I'm sorry, folks, if you did send in questions, we will save them until next week. Okay. Yeah. Although, actually, oh no, well, not next week. Next week. What is next week? week? Um, oh, it's me doing the podcast. So, yeah. but we'll be back. I think in at the end of the month, we'll be back in a couple of weeks together. Yeah, the twenty the twenty seventh is the final Tuesday of the month. We are doing the regular R and R. The regular R and R. So we'll be back. Yeah. Which means, folks, you actually have a little bit more time than normal to um, find crutches. Which, oh, by the way, 
I yeah. loved how you said that was awesome. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, it was cool. Thank perfect. you. Perfect. Thank you. If yes, folks, you didn't yes. hear, uh, if, if even if you ask me for in the DM, hey, where was Crutches said? I recommend you go and watch anyway, just to hear how smooth that man was. It was <laughs> yeah, a thing of beauty. Yeah. All right, much better than me jamming it into Kubito's. Uh, so. Yes. <laughs> so my the, my remaining. My, let's see. We just did our. My, that was my top five and your top five. After yep. that, number six, Castles of Burgundy, the dice game. Number seven, let's make a bus route, the dice game. Number eight, nice. Rar and Wright, which you already did. Number nine, yep. Rolling Realms, and number ten, Twa dice. Twa dice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, mine, uh, Gonshan Clever, um, uh, which we I mentioned a little bit. Uh, Long shot, the dice game. Actually, the uh, dice uh, version. Wow. Of yeah. Think of it. I'm surprised. You love that so much. How did that not make your top five? I, it was really close. Uh, another one. Now, this is a super light game, but I, I had to throw it on here. Super Mega Lucky Box from Phil Walker-Harding. Because I, it I is love too that light. Game. It's nice. It, it, it's wonderful. It's super but, light. Oh, it man. is super light. Too light. Uh, number, my other one, On Tour, which you covered, of yeah. course. And uh, of, and then another one, Isle of Cats, Explore and Draw. Okay, so that was um, in your top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta, we got to talk some honorable mentions. One okay. that didn't make the list, I've got to talk about Twilight Inscription. I, you have I have this feeling it's going to make my top 10, but I haven't played it yet, folks, as we talked at the start of the show. So I, I don't know. I've heard kind of mixed list. things from people who have actually played it. I, I've heard mixed things too, but I'm going to go with the side of the mix that says it's awesome. So I'm, uh, that's where I'm going. I hope right so. Now. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, Hadrian's Wall. Is that. Um, I'm sure a lot of people expected that. That. Yeah. Honestly, it, I would play Three Sisters over Hadrian's Wall. And that's nothing okay. against Hadrian's Wall. It's absolutely yeah. brilliantly done. Um, yeah. But actually, it's interesting. Both Hadrian's Wall and Three Sisters, both of them had Jen saying, you know what? That's just pushing it a little far. This is just getting silly. Too much. Okay. And Got so it. we ultimately yeah. ended up not keeping them because they just, that, you know, for her, it's like, okay, I want my, I want my roll and write to be a little bit more streamlined, a little bit more elegant than this. I don't want to take notes. I don't want to be doing homework <laughs> to finish to <laughs> right. fill a sheet in. Yeah. Um, the other one I wanted to mention that not a lot of people know about is St. Molo. Uh, this one. <gasps> oh my God. I've been that for years. Do you remember that game? It's yeah. It yes. Was like, it's excellent. I feel like it was like sort of a game changer. It was like yeah. basically a Euro game, but a roll and write. You know, yes. you, you built up resources, you built up your wall, and then you had the pirates attacking you. Uh, I eventually moved on from it, but I think it's a wonderful roll and write. That Inca and Marcus Brand, I think, were the designers on yeah, it. The yeah, brands, right? yeah. I don't think it gets as much uh, des- attention that it deserves. Yeah, and um, nice that it came with pins and dry erase yep. boards as well. That was, They were kind yeah. of at the forefront of that. Yep, totally. Good call. So... And then the other ones I, I wanted to mention, these are the classics, Yahtzee and Quix. I, wow. Yahtzee was the one that started. Quix, I think, is a wonderful version of Yahtzee, you know, like a modern take on it. Sure. But Yahtzee, honestly, I'll still play Yahtzee as a Yahtzee solo holds game. up. Definitely. Yeah, it totally holds up. Now, multiplayer, I wouldn't play it because there's so much downtime, but solo, I think it's wonderful. Wow. That is weird. Uh, let's see. So if we were to just keep going, Riverside was next. I know somebody asked in the I chat. I'm sure you're going to put Riverside. I, yeah. Riverside is fantastic, but Avenue is, at the end of the day, better. And they both, what makes yep. both of them so great is that tough choice of, oh, I, I can score this now and it'd be great, but I'll be hurting myself later. And they both mm-hmm. kind of do that in different ways. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, Trails of Tucana, which is kind of oh, an alternative too. to, yes. um, to uh, uh, Avenue as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, City Trip Bruges. I think it's great. Oh yeah, that was a great. We just game. played it not yeah. too long ago, and I think it was yeah. fantastic. I really I was impressed too. by it. Voyages 
You know, the yeah. uh, the thing that has now, now we are getting every week, we're getting more of these, hey, uh, back us for $2 in our print and play thing. But And Voyagers, yep. I still think, is the best of the uh, bunch. Uh, Railroad Inc. is my number 15. Again, mm. preferably yellow, but I'll play any of them. Uh, oh, yep. King Domino Duel is really uh, good. As really? a two-player only roll and write. Okay, yeah, I have not played that. Um, it is better than King Domino, quite frankly. Really? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Rogers of the Ganges, the Dice Charmers, yep. um, mm-hmm. Get On Board, although at the end of the day, I figured, well, which one do I like more? Get On Board, the, which is the basically, let's make a bus route reprinted. I still like, let's make a bus route, the dice game better. Uh, yep. um, oh, is it reg- original Welcome To? Although, Welcome to the Moon is so good, I think I'm going to be getting rid of Welcome To pretty soon, even though I've got all the little thematic things. Oh, hey, uh, by the way, thank you, uh, uh, Chrissy, for subscribing just now, and thank you, I'm sorry, we were filming live, uh, Lumen Party of Raiders. I apologize. We couldn't say hello when you were there. Hey, hopefully some of you stuck around and watched the rest of the show. Hopefully somebody explained that we couldn't chat while we were doing stuff. But thank you for the raid, Lumen. Um, man, I can keep going. Oh, Boomerang. Boomerang Ooh, is a travel oh game gosh. from Scott Alms. Yeah. It, it's yeah. done in several different countries. It's great. Oh, my God. World gosh. West. Wow. Escape, roll, and write is hugely important. As far as I know, it is the oh. only cooperative roll and write out there. Yeah. And it works oh well, gosh. but it needs more than two, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, there was a, a game that came out last year, Titania Ascending. That was a cooperative yes. roll and write. Right? Oh, is that, that out yet, though? I, I only played the yeah, prototype. I don't know yeah, if it's out yet. Here. Yeah, but you're right. That had a, right. a very good co-op mode as well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It, it's not out yet. Yeah. Um, but we can keep doing know, this I, I got a, a Kabuki uh, had oh, yeah? a comment, which I, we, we should really talk about. Any opinions on Roll Through the Ages? Sort of an important one in the history of Roll and Write. I remember Roll Through the Ages. Um, Roll Through the Ages? Why is it not on my list? That That's one wrong. The, yeah, that was uh, Matt Leacock, correct? Yes. The, yeah. I mean, Matt pandemic. Leacock. Knocks yeah. out the park of pandemic and then revitalizes rolling rights. Yeah. Where's Roll Through the Ages? Roll Through the Ages is my two, number 216 on the list. Oh my okay. gosh. Let's see. Hopefully it wasn't in my top five. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is my, all right. What's that? Where is Avenue? Avenue. Avenue. Okay. Ro- okay. In the list I just said, one of them should have been Through the Ages, which is fantastic. Oh, okay. Okay, um, yeah. It does have a little bit I of scrooge because, hey, oh, I've rolled some skulls. Now I want to keep rolling skulls so I can hit you instead of me. Yep. I had more patience for that kind of stuff in the old days than I do these days. But it's Got still it. really brilliant and great components. Yeah, yeah, those big, chunky wooden dice are fantastic. Oh, I see Kabuki asking about burgundy dice. I did mention that was literally my number six. Number yeah. five was Avenue. Number six was burgundy, the dice game. And I... I almost put it into the top five, but it, I'll be honest, in part, it would be for nostalgia. It'd be because of the theme, because it does evoke yeah. Burgundy. It's still really great, but it wasn't yeah. top, I mean, it wasn't as good as Avenue on tour, Pandora Merchants, Welcome to the Moon, or Isle of Cats. It's literally number yeah. six on my list. Yeah, I, I, I love the Burgundy Dice game, but yeah, I would. it's definitely not like top ten material for me, or top five material, but I do enjoy that that version. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, I see okay. somebody mentioning another uh, co-op role and write. Uh, Uranus is a co-op. I've not even heard of that one. I'll have to check that out. Thank you. Um, hopefully that's not our friend making a new account and trying to rickroll us again. Just because he wants to hear me say Uranus or Uranus. Oh my God. It's got to be a troll, no? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, 
Uh, okay, we have gone over the limit. Thank you, everybody, for going on this trip with us. Uh, for the 50th episode, the first time on my channel, people can catch me swearing. Um, <laughs> and uh, so it's a real milestone. Let's see. So yeah. we need to raid somebody. Do you see anybody you like, Ruel? Let's see. Let's look under the board games category. We have our friends, the Losers. Loser, All right. Loser. I haven't raided them for a while because right they've just been MIA. Yep, and uh, yeah, why don't we? Yeah, you know, I think they they uh, they just came back into streaming. They took a little time off, but oh, they were really? back full force. Yeah, did they have um, some plumbing problems? Uh, hopefully they didn't, because I know all about that, and I hope they. I, I wish that on no one, uh, honestly. But yeah, let, let's rate the losers. Okay, if you cool, don't mind. cool. I, oh, looks like yeah, it looks like they're playing some kind of race game, which is oh, certainly cool. appropriate. Uh, be better if we'd done it last week. Be great if they're playing yeah. a rolling right right now, but. Still, they are just wonderful, <laughs> and if you're lucky, you'll get some 99 loop balloons um, yes. as part of the raid. <laughs> so, folks, go raid them. Use the new Rotto raids through icons and all of that. Tell them we sent you. Let me find the button. Oh, it looks like a parachute, and it is L-U-Z-A-P-A-L. And go. All right, so now the countdown begins. And Wow, it's a long countdown. Six, yeah. five, raid, four, raid, raid. Three, two, one, go. And please work. I'm always afraid it'll work. It's only ever twice. Oh, hey. Oh, we had a hey. We had a hey listen. Oh, no, I missed the hey listen. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll we go raided. Ch- whoever wanted to hey listen, my apologies, folks. Uh, I'll go check it out afterwards. But enjoy the loses. It looks like the raid has gone through. So, yep. Ruel, we'll see you in, I guess, a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. All right, right. good luck, man. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Appreciate it.